0: Julia Dooley asking Seoul citizens to report for duty.
1: some rough prototyping
2: work on dynamic advertising which will contextually fill in the in-game panels and screens throughout stations with content that's reflecting the interests of the player that enters its proximity the same system could be used for showing large-scale broadcasts and warnings throughout the universe based on what's happening in the game at that specific moment either globally
0: or locally Good evening, good evening, and welcome back to the Soul Citizens. I'm Griffin Gaming RPG, and we are back. It's Sunday, March 26th for another fun-filled show with a wonderful cast of, uh, I, I was going to say characters, but I say char- citizens. Maybe that's a better way to say it. I'm thinking characters because I'm thinking of movies. We've got some really wonderful people here with us today, some very special guests that are joining us, some familiar faces and familiar names that are here, and we want to give some shout-outs to them right at the beginning of the show. First, we're going to start off with Nate Natronics from EE Studios. Nate, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. I I love Soul Citizens. I've been following you guys for a long time. Well, we follow you, too. You already know that, right? (laughs) We follow and critique, but we are so happy to have you here. And we have the Soul Citizens have have been watching you guys progress from your very first video all the way till now. Your collaborations you're doing now with Zark Media it's been really great to see you guys grow and you guys have been putting out really quality content. So we appreciate having you here. You were did you come before when we had the show last year on media? Were you here? So, so I couldn't make that. That was the one, one you couldn't but, make, right? You sent one to someone else from your team, right? Yeah, I had
2: Nettie who was the the an old leader in the Org Elite Expeditionary, okay. which is now defunct. And okay. then uh, Boogie, who does a lot of the voices in
0: a lot ah, of the stuff that we do. Awesome. Well, welcome. We're glad to have you here. Thank you. Okay. And next to him, uh, the the compadres, the duo themselves, New Soul, Fist to Face, and Pops in Space. How are you guys doing? Uh, great. Great good 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 now let me ask you guys something fist and pops because you guys weren't around back in the day when that video we just showed came out were you around nate back then uh which video the video we just showed at the beginning of the show
2: oh i haven't even i didn't see it i'm I'm working on a connection thing here (laughs) (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. okay pops and fist i you guys weren't around when it came out but have you guys seen that video before first time from who who
3: did it who was that? Well, I mean, obviously, I wasn't back there then, and uh, this is my first time seeing it. Or so it, it was that your was first CIG? time.
0: That was, yeah, that was CIG. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, really? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: I, I thought that was somebody compositing. No, okay. no, no,
0: That That was okay. the real deal from back in the day. Um, you know, Cal Roddy, I see you're smiling. I'm going to introduce my other mm-hmm. co host here. Cal Roddy's here. How are you, Cal Roddy? Hey, great hey,
1: everybody. Glad to be
0: here. And last but not least, Jade, our astronomer, Star Watcher. How are you, Jade? Hello, hello. Yeah, I'm,
4: I'm very happy to be here on this show.
0: Good. Now, Jade and Calradi, you guys remember that video, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, we do. It was oh, an ATV. It was an ATV. And, and Pops, Fist, uh, mm-hmm. Nate, let me tell you guys, when that video came out, people got so excited because we just thought, oh, the Vanduul are coming. That was what, like seven years ago? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Six years ago, yeah. Uh,
0: the attack a, on Port O
4: was going to get destroyed. Yeah,
0: the attack on Port O that was like one of, the first, started. One of the first mm. things that was where the first things started up. That that fact that Port O was going to get destroyed. CIG was showing us some clips. Oh, Port O is still there. Nothing's happened. Um yeah. But um Yet. you know, I do want to talk about what they were talking about there. They were talking about this aspect of advertising, uh, but we also want to expand that because we CIG is also taken same of those same uh, areas in the show for advertising and has begun to use them for something like broadcasting. We've seen it, for example, at Invictus, uh, when the screens all of a sudden become active to tell us where the fleet is uh, during Invictus, when it's moving around throughout the system in Stanton. Um, And so today's show, folks, is we're going to be talking about what it means to be broadcasting in the Star Citizen universe, both what we know about, what CIG is hinted to, and then also ideas of uh, everybody that you see at the bottom of the screen uh, have, have groups or businesses or organizations or come together to create areas in media, whether it be audio or visual. Um, they're there. Jade works with these folks as well. Um, and so we're going to be kind of talking about what does it mean to broadcast? We got all these monitors and screens, Nate. Have you ever thought about it at any point? what all those monitors and screens are doing in the game. Cause CIG definitely has them all over the place.
2: Yeah. It's something, uh, it's something that Zark and I talk about a lot about how we can, uh, incorporate, uh, you know, citizen creations in the verse. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we've talked about some kind of, uh, I know Jade, we, Jade has the radio station, you mm-hmm. know, we would like some kind of cable platform mm-hmm. or, uh, um, something more than just their stuff would be cool, mm-hmm. but it's tricky because a lot of the stuff that we make, we don't ha- necessarily have all the rights to it. We like the music. We sometimes get special permissions yeah. to put music in our stuff. Um, cause we don't use, we don't like, I don't make profit off EE studios. Um, so that would be tricky to use the screens for stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But one thing Zark mentioned, um, that we could put stuff on those screens, with would be if Sig gave us some kind of media, uh, media folder that had sounds and, and music, we do have some of that, yeah. and like maybe graphics and other things that, w- that machinima creators could, could use, use and mm-hmm. would be safe to then put stuff on the screens in the game. Well, do me a but... favor,
0: hold that thought because when we get to the end, we're gonna be talking about your, your wish list and that's a great one to add okay. to that. No, <laughs> no, I'm glad you mentioned it because that, that's the type of thing that we obviously would love to be able to have access to. You know, they gave it to for content creators for doing stuff on YouTube and Twitch, but like you said, to create something specifically for that, you don't have to worry about any rights and licensing issues and it's like, and a lot of flexibility it gives you too. And I also yeah. wanna ask you, did you I'm gonna to go to a uh, new soul next? Did you attend didn't they have a content creators thing just recent not a content creators but a machinima creators thing this last month? Didn't they do like like we did the content thing back in January? Didn't they do something yep. recently for folks to do machinima and stuff as well?
2: Well, Hub Hubnet, which is something that Zark uh initially created, then I came in and we partnered up to sort of build it out. Mm-hmm. We hosted the first uh machinima content yeah. creators round table. Right, right, right. Um
0: yeah. That's what and, I was asking uh, about. You guys did do that, right? It was like, was it last month when you guys did, or was it this it, month? It, it was last month. Okay. It, yeah, it, w- it was recent. Though. It was recent, right? Yeah. Okay. yeah All right. All right, cool. Well, maybe at the end, you can kind of share some highlights from that from us as well. Yeah, Fist for and, sure. Piston Pops, you guys, you know, personally, I've talked mm-hmm. to you guys because you guys have been producing music. uh First, kind of just doing it as a thing that you love to do, but I've been cracking the whip on you guys. <laughs> <laughs> about this idea of the possibilities, right? The possibility. I mean, mm-hmm. we, there's no guarantees, like Nate said, but there are possibilities of seeing things integrated into it. Let me ask you guys real quick, because you guys have worked with uh, Paul Shelley. You guys have worked with Anna uh, Demetrio. You guys have worked. You've even you've even communicated with um, the big guy, the big composer. Um, oh yeah, the guy, who, Pedro. Pedro, um, Pedro Camacho. Yeah, yeah Pedro yeah, right. Camacho and stuff. Right? You know, um, our, our, yeah, does you that? For Atmo Esports. Yeah, for Atmo Esports. So has that kind of inspired you guys to look at this from a different perspective? What was first starting out maybe is love, but now, like, man, maybe we could actually contribute beyond just, you know, putting it on YouTube, but actually something that may go into the game?
3: Yeah. Um, well, you know, we did this just between me and my son for years. We've mm-hmm. just been in house. We've got so many uh, tracks and and different things, library of stuff we just messed around with. And mm-hmm. we now get a chance to bring them back up and use them. Uh, yeah, we do. Um, I have, I, I know you said at the end, we're going to talk about it. It mm-hmm. is an, uh, as far as I have contacted them, uh, about it, the, the dream. Okay. And, um, we'll talk further about that at, on the end. Okay. Um, but yeah, we, we really do. We hope so. Uh, it's not just for us, but for every. Body that does music is what we're hoping to, um, you
0: know, kind of it shake them do. up
3: and let us do. Yeah, yeah,
0: nice. Now you guys know there. You know, one of the things we talked about with music in particular was we you know games like GTA Five, for example. You've got the radio stations, right, where there's music being broadcast that you could turn into it. It has become such a popular thing that name artists, right, put their stuff into into games nowadays, right. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm hoping that CIG really. <laughs> like mix the community first to a certain degree. You know what I mean? I would love to see them keep it community driven more than bringing in licensing from other artists. It'd be great to hear other people's stuff, but I think if people in the community are doing stuff, you guys will custom tailor it to the space that we're Mm -hmm. in, you know, versus this random music that people are putting out just Mm -hmm. because there's a name attached to it. Uh, real quick guys, I want to kind of elaborate on this show because it's a little bit different. Even though we're talking about visual and audio, we're really talking about what does it mean to broadcast throughout the game? Right now, we're just in Stanton. We know we're looking forward to Pyro, Nicks and all these other great places. But CIG has given us some information when it comes to broadcasting. Now, right now, the main thing that we deal with with broadcasting in the game um, is not music, per se, uh, and not really words. I mean, in some ways, I guess words is a factor, too. But the main thing that we've been monkeying around with is comrades, right? Because right now, rays represent the crime stat, right? People do criminals and stuff like that. Let's people know what their crime stat is or something along those lines. Jade, I was talking to you when the show opened up about this thing about the rays, and you were sharing some cool information that I talked to you about to ask about verification. You said, yes, it's true. Xyloers. Um, wow. Z- 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 Zylors, <laughs> Thank you, Zylors, for that follow. And Thrakazak, thank you for the community sub earlier. Thank you. Yeah, Jay, talk a little bit about the, how communications go between players right now. What what has been added now that maybe some players don't even know?
4: Right. So, as far as communications in game between players, you know, we we obviously have the in game text chat. We have, uh, you know, VoIP. Mm-hmm. Um, there's ship hailing, which has been in for a while. Like you can target somebody's ship mm-hmm. and um, you know open a channel. Like they can answer, you know, very sci-fi style. <laughs> and then we have the um, I guess you could say, like, game-wide communication through VoIP now. Like, somebody, you don't have to have them on your shard or server. They can be in a different region even, Mm. and it it seems to work.
0: Yeah. Yeah, my my buddy Cosmic, shout out to you, Cosmic, uh, mentioned this the other day to me, and I was like, wow, you know, I've I've done stuff in server, you know, same server before, but he said, no, there was a person that was over in the U.K., and they were talking to somebody who was on the U.S. server in-game. And I was like, wow, okay, possibilities. Now, I don't know. I haven't heard CIG talk much about that. Um, but again, I would love to see where things like the comrades start to expand beyond just crime stat, that communications go down in a system. Calrotti, um, what would be some ways you think that, I mean, do you think that's a reasonable thing to do? Or do you think it would frustrate people? Do you think that, you know, if a comrade ray goes down, it also means that the range on their communication is limited. Maybe it's only you can only transmit up to a million miles or 2 million miles. You know, maybe with maybe within the orbit of planets, you can still communicate, but you can't communicate from R Corp to freaking Hurston, right? I mean, I, do you think that would be frustrating for players? Um, if they put enough price into it, maybe it's something people, will, as soon as it goes out, if I'm getting paid well, I'll take a chance. I mean, what do you think?
1: Yeah, definitely, Griff. I think they will have to offer some kind of incentive because if you're only, you know, tying it to, um, you know, severing the communication... And then persons are just going to jump to Discord or something like that, you know, but it is some kind of benefit uh, um, to actually, okay, taking it down or keeping it up, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to maintain some kind of communication, be it, okay, maybe, just maybe, you need these comrades, uh to help transmit information on the economy. You need mm-hmm. these comrades to help transmit information on things that affect the game. game. Mm-hmm. You take down the comrades, okay. Then that's going to send or sever some kind of broadcast that you can't actually update or keep um, the the economy updates to your mobile glass up to date Mm. if you're doing some kind of trade run or so. Um, So as a result, you have to directly go to the location to actually get the update on whatever prices that you needed to um, to know on your ledger. Uh, So I definitely agree that they'll have to have some kind of incentive, and um, I think um, I think uh, there are some pretty good um, ideas and can be integrated into these things rather than just having them, you know, just independent there.
0: Yeah. Jay, this kind of karate kind of filled in a little bit of what your concern was about people would just jump off and go into Discord, right? Right. And, but if you put in uh, those, those other in-game elements that have nothing to do with, you know, some third-party communication, especially something like trade numbers or information that you can only get through the game, that might be a much more viable thing, right? For the, for the Yeah,
4: absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Um, if they, you know, go that route, they definitely want
4: to incentivize using the in-game system mm-hmm. over, you know, something outside of the game. And, um, you know, that that's a great idea. Um, mm-hmm. Cal already mentioned it. I really hope they, you know, they go down that road because um, it, it's all about immersiveness, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it's also a lot simpler to just have everything in-game and then you're not like, you know, going out into Discord and or having to unless mm-hmm. you want to right so yeah.
0: yeah yeah i think it's a great idea especially the economy thing i mean come, imagine an orc who goes in like for those of you who played eve everybody knew about jita right that was the place to go to do your trading so imagine in star citizen you go somewhere and because you're going to flood the market or do something and an orc actually shuts the comma rays down so that there's no communication going out about what's happening in the market at the you know for whatever time frame that is you know uh, Nate, I saw you kind of smiling and rocking your head. What, what did you think about that idea of comrades?
2: Yeah, I think what Calrada said would be really cool, mm-hmm. and I'm all about trying to make it as immersive as possible. Um, I think, you know, I'm I'm one of the weird players that actually uses the in-game phone call system. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I try to encourage people that I get in game with to use that to yeah. communicate. I, it's very glitchy, and you know it doesn't work all the time. But to me, it's way more fun to like mm-hmm. call my buddy in game and see his face pop up on the screen. <laughs> or no, or just, no
0: head. Like today, I was
2: with Colossal, right. just had a neck, <laughs> big spot. Mm-hmm. Well, which is perfect for Halloween time. I mean, when that <laughs> stuff happens. So all right, all right, right. Fist. But I, I, go yeah. ahead. i'm sorry go ahead go ahead go ahead, go ahead no i'm just saying i i thought what Karadio said was really cool to have it you know it depended on like the in-game trade system and all that stuff but I, I do think uh trying to make it as immersive as possible even with down to how we communicate um you know outside of global chat and things like that mm-hmm. is i i think that would be very exciting
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. fist i know your brain's already thinking because you're always trying to come up with some some serious theory crafting with this thing with the satellites um do you think that would be a good way to expand it you know that actually certain aspects of the game or do you see some problems with it
5: I think it does it it's it's a good um being part of the game like you said when you talked about the comma race um Kyle Roddy touched on a lot of good things there um points you know sparking off um you know missions as well as um you know I like I said again you talked about the, the system of the audio. I just hopefully that when it does come online, when they do use it, that it's mm-hmm. very robust. Mm. You know, because like you like like um, like Nate just talked about it. You know, it's very janky. It's you yeah. know because usually something like that will be very off putting to people.
0: Yeah,
5: and they'll go back to what work to what works. Yeah. You know,
0: I And mean, even today when I was on it, I had to do some tweaking. For some reason, I don't know why, but the ga- I This is the first time I ever had to do this, Cal Roddy. I had to go to my option screen and go to comms and change my microphone there, which I've never had to do before. Normally, I just went to F1 and monkeyed around with that audio on off thing and that was it. But for some reason, my mic was on something totally different. Now, maybe it was a fluke, but when I was having problems, one of my other friends was having the same problem. He said that's what he had to do. And sure enough, we both had to go in and put our mics. So that, and that Of course, that took me out of the game, you know, in order to do that, you know so it does need to be something pretty straightforward like you said fist, that people don't get frustrated you know you're trying to talk to your friends and stuff because people will very quickly like you said just go default right back to discord if they've got a if they've got a hassle with it and stuff you know okay well listen let's move on we're going to get past this whole thing with the common rays. i think those were some great suggestions CIG i hope you heard Cal Calrani those are great suggestions i think um let's jump into the very first thing here
2: run a security outfit. I'm always on the lookout for capable people who don't rattle. If you're interested in picking up some extra work, we should talk. I'll send my details.
0: Okay. Let me uh, ask Jade. I'm going to come to you. Do you remember where that was from? Maybe you can give some people some background of why that's so particular because it has something to do with the Moby Glass, right?
4: Right. Yeah. <laughs> so that was originally from uh, Gamescom in 2016. And um, it was, you know, basically a, a demo to show like what their plans were for for the future um and so you know talking with somebody through uh the mobi glass or in this case having a mission giver like miles eckhart you know basically call you you know uh you know to do missions um yeah so that that's what that was all about and we do have you know the um, being able to talk to somebody, uh, you know, through VoIP and VoIP, mm. but we don't have the mission givers mm. yet giving us missions like we'll hear Rowena Dooley when we have, you know, Threat mm. or, or uh, nine, uh, you know, the Siege of Warrison, but we don't see like um, animated Rowena Dooley on the screen yet. But I'm I'm sure that's something that, you know, it's in the works or planning.
0: Yeah. I'm going to pick on Pops a little bit here and fist again, Mm because they weren't around back when this first came out. And we were so excited in 2016 when we saw this. (laughs) But as Jay just said, we are able to see people call you on when you're on your ship. You know, a little screen pops up and you see them with their head or without their head. Uh, But this Mm -hmm. whole thing of the mission giver was a really cool idea. Pops, what did you What did you? Because that was, you know, he's in his hab and he gets this call. And right now, all we do is just get like text, right? When we get a mission, that's about it. it tells you to go to mm-hmm. somebody's base and go shoot people. But you think that's more immersive having the video in there? Oh,
3: ab- absolutely more immersive. Um, I, I mean, this game is going to—I mean, it's taking a deep dive in immersiveness, if, if that's such a uh, thing. But you know, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it certainly brings a new level of. Uh, NPCs, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that, um, you know, they're not just something that you walk up to and yeah. maybe the arms and the lips move where they, I mean, <laughs> this is almost like, you know, realistically a person, mm-hmm. uh, that you're interacting with. Yep. And uh, actually probably maybe one day we won't even be able to tell the difference.
0: Yeah. This, just so you'll know the background on that video, what made this mm-hmm. video cool was that when they started showing the demonstration, it started out with him waking in the hab and getting that message. But the background you see is actually where he's at when you went to go talk to him. So mm, he's in the cafe, right. Cafe Musain, I think it is. Yeah, Cafe Musain in, at Levski. At Levski. And so oh, we, yeah, and Lef- we had never no, seen okay. it. We had never seen Cafe Musain at that point. But the background there is where he's at. And sure enough, when you go see him, he's sitting in the seat right where that's at, which made mm. it so cool. You know what I mean? Right. Because yeah, we didn't right. know where he was. He just told us to come meet him. And then you go, there's like, oh wow, this is the dude I was just talking to, you know? And,
4: and you know, yeah. that, system, that system's that system been in uh, for quite a while. Like, yep. we we had it with uh, Eslin Mackin, the air traffic control mm-hmm. guy at uh, Levski. You could actually go and see where he was mm-hmm. and see him talking to ships, hailing, you know, uh, or, you know, welcoming them to, to Levski. And now uh, the only thing like that that we interact with is if you um, have the security try to stop you, they'll come up on your... MFD screen, and that's them actually in the ship talking to you. Mm -hmm. That's not just like a, um, a video that plays. If you could look over their shoulder, you would see them actually in the ship
6: Mm -hmm. doing that. Absolutely.
3: You know, it would be really cool Mm -hmm. if you, if you walk to the mission I'm there, and he has to tell me to stop because he's communicating with Jade.
0: That would Yeah, and pops, but, that would also be another ten years. So we're gonna yeah. go ahead and keep. Mm. <laughs> we're gonna keep going. Hey. Mm. Well, Jade brought it up, so let's talk about this. Yeah. One. Hey so switch it. Switch it, Jared. Uh, now, point of view, point
4: of view, Jared.
6: Pilot, Jared.
0: Wow, okay, that video just kind of acted weird. I don't know why I did that. Let's see it again.
4: So, switch it. Switch it, Jared. No, no, point
7: of view, point of view, Jared. Pilot, Jared. There you
0: go. Okay, so if you guys didn't catch it, that's what Jade was talking about. I used to always I used to always call him the pothead when I would come into Levski. Mm-hmm. Jade. Whenever <laughs> I see that guy, yeah, I call him the pothead. But um, that was one of the things that we do have in the game. Where right now I wish I really wish NaTronics, man, I wish that they had all the controllers that that would happen when you pull into a station, not just the little yeah. verbal thing. Because we did have it at Levski, and I'm wondering why they didn't really give it to us. You know?
2: Yeah, it's just because. Uh... Maybe they're not getting paid enough, uh, the air, air traffic controllers. <laughs> to be on camera.
0: <laughs> to be on camera, yeah. But yeah. that was another time when we saw that being introduced. You're right, Jade. Um, when we went to Levski for the first time, we got to see that in camera with the air traffic controller, which I thought was great because there's personality there, you know, not just that robotic voice that says you're clear to land and that's it. So I always thought that yeah. was very cool. And then, yeah, I, mean,
4: hmm? I wouldn't be shocked if, you know, that's, that's the long-term plan. It's mm-hmm. just a matter of priorities there's so many other things they're working on and that's one of those like window dressing kind of ones like yeah it would be really cool to have it but it's not like necessarily right now that was a good demo of it
0: yeah it's a test bed right I mean that's what they're doing they they bring things in they take things out and it does give us a hint to CIG obviously we know that's the direction they would probably want to go because we have all these different MFDs and monitors all over the place the last one we're going to take a look at is the most recent version of use of glass in these screens and MFDs and that was from last year's Con and it was with Jax. And you guys remember he did a lot of his communication running from his Moby Glass.
1: Whoa, 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 whoa. No need to resort to fisticuffs to decide whose Aegis ship is the better. No, 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 For no, no, no. <laughs> crying out loud.
0: Okay. So let me talk about that one a little bit more because there's some details here that we brought up in a previous show. And Pops, I know you've mentioned this before in the past as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the Moby Glass. If you look at the bottom of the Moby glass that he's using, he's transmitting from. It has a slightly different layout. And there are also, let me get it running again here. I don't know why it stopped. It's supposed to be on forever. There is a count there of how many people are watching. Hmm. Now, back at the Bar Citizen, we had, I think it was the last one we had, this virtual Bar Citizen. Brian Chambers was with us. And someone asked Brian, basically what they said was when you guys show us stuff, whether it's in uh concept art or something that's, you know, done on a trailer, is it done just for the sake of, you know, making it look good or will it be something that we'll see? He says, if it's in a trailer, then it's something that they are, we are going to get. Didn't say when, but he said, if it's in there, then that's what they're working on. And this whole new Moby glass layout, I couldn't zoom in enough on it. Or I didn't have time enough to cut it up right and try to make it look good. But one of the things we do know that is there, and Pops, I think you were the one who talked about this, that there is a thing there about how many people are watching and followers. Mm-hmm. So, Cal Calradi, what are some possibilities here for being able to transmit? You think they'll give, Because they've talked about transmitting from the Mako, but from the Moby class, is that something as clear as we might be able to do?
1: I would hope so. Um, one thing I was actually wondering is if, for example, um you're doing a particular activity let's say you're ee studios or zark or you know you're someone who actually has some kind of reputation tied in with a particular location let's use um uh or Hurston Mm -hmm. security or even Hurston, for instance and they have their screens they have their monitors there and based on your reputation uh where you can actually transmit information through broadcasting uh, that's presuming cig allows codes in some kind of tether between the Moby glass to upload some kind of live imagery uh to their monitors mm. you can actually have or set up some kind of mission or if a mission is available um you could actually broadcast what you're seeing um to their monitors um in a, may uh the amount of views or the amount of alpha uec or anything that you gain not necessarily be based on the players that may be in front of the monitors or who knows it could be um because they can always set up some kind of probes to detect okay how many um, interactions with node points from players and NPCs actually stop and stare and look at the monitors, mm. but it would be pretty cool to actually have something like that to give news broadcasters and those things an extra incentives to do this kind of profession.
0: Yeah. Nate or pops mm. or fist, you guys got any thoughts about the Moby glass, the possibilities, cause you know, the Moby glass is supposed to be something that can be upgraded and changed mm. and modified, right? It's, it's apps basically any thoughts right. about what
3: you see in here with this? Well, I mean, you know i think the Moby glass is going to become uh i mean next to ships is going to probably be the uh, the most important thing you have in the game mm. uh you know we we saw on there where um you know where you can give people you know uh money in in-game mm-hmm. currency right and right. that's going to be big i mean uh i don't know if you want to you know, really expand on it too much now, or you know, wait later. Well, on I want to keep
0: us in the context on. of broadcasting. I mean, that's my big yeah. thing. You know, this thing of you right. know being able to record, or whether whether it's recorded or live, like what Cal Rody was saying. Mm-hmm. I'm really interested to see. It's it's. I mean,
3: yeah. I mean, it's it, yeah, it, 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 I mean, so much that you can broadcast. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, rescue. Uh, you know, you're. I mean, when if you're. in in trouble in your your location and let's say you're in a cave Mm -hmm. and uh you're you find something and you don't know what it is and maybe somebody in your org you know you think they may know you can Mm. broadcast that to them um and and then even you know even beyond um your your own org to try to get answers and get help and i mean this is is it's uh man endless possibilities here.
2: Yeah, I, I get I, it. I... sorry, okay. go ahead.
5: <laughs> no, I was just going to say that um, I, I have a question because my, my thing is, is looking at the Moby glass. The Moby glass is like to remind me of what you have today, your smartphone basically can do everything. Mm-hmm. Um, staying in the context of broadcasting, though, what's going to be the difference for me using my Moby glass to go out and film something than using a makeup?
0: Well, the Mako is going to be your ship, right? And it's got a camera on. It's got zoom lenses. I mean, it works like a camera. Right. Right. So I'm just that, go ahead. Go ahead.
5: Right, because that that that's what I really wanted to know. It's it's just like it's like having the iPhone 14. Right. Um, and that or the Samsung, the new Samsung for um, phone that has a very good uh camera and everything like that versus a Red. Yeah. You know, like where, where's your benefits
0: in you yeah your pros and
5: your cons on that? I,
0: I think I think one is just the portability. You know, now I'm not, I'm not saying whether or not the Moby glass is going to have this level of functionality, maybe just like how Mm. we're, when we're in a ship and we make that call and, you know, you you can see me, you can see my head, you can see where I'm walking. You know, Mm -hmm. maybe that's another way of looking at it. I I don't know. It's, I I don't, there's so much going on here because he actually not Mm. only records himself, but obviously he's turning his wrist. He's doing a whole lot of stuff. He's able to show the ships outside. Actually, when he goes to the shot with the ships, he actually comes Mm -hmm. off the Moby glass. They actually take us into that scene. But right. when they're showing him, he's in the Moby Glass. And it's not the first time they've done that. When that, when the, uh, I don't remember what ship it was the previous year for CitizenCon came out. It was when the uh, Odyssey or something, mean, remember there were, some guy was snuck him onto a ship to show him and he was running down the hall and he, he was using his Moby Glass then to televise as well. So it wasn't right. the first time we've seen him mm. do that. Um, but this time we saw the apps on the bottom. And that was the thing that really, you know, the information, I should say, on the bottom. And that's what really got me with this followers, how many people were watching thing. Yeah. Because he he even (laughs) transmitted this from Pyro to Stanton. But go Mm -hmm. ahead,
3: Nate. It was that, yeah, oh, that's right. It was that
2: far. I'm sorry, go ahead. You know, I think going off of this theme here, this idea we're talking about, I think it would be cool if I could pull out my Moby Glass in-game and I could broadcast and people could go to F11 and see who's broadcasting live right now. Mm. And they could click and watch either me selfie cam or mm. me facing the other way, recording whatever I'm recording. The disadvantage would be if I'm recording, my arm is occupied with the Moby. Mm. So I can't be like with a gun and the Moby. Mm. And then maybe I could also broadcast privately where it's like, I'm broadcasting with a special code that only – certain people that I give the code to can tune in. Mm. And so it can be like surveillance style mm. stuff too. Uh, or maybe I see someone getting pirated and I broadcast it and I do like an SOS thing. So pe- it pops up on everybody's uh, HUDs mm. and people can tune in and I'm recording live facing with my Moby glass. Mm. Hey, these guys are shooting people at area 18, you know, whatever. Yeah. I think that would be taking this to another to level. That to that level, or incorporating some kind of uh, video camera you could buy in-game that you could use in a physical way. I think the Mobi glass makes more sense.
4: They, they've shown um, previously camera drones. In fact, there was a, a scene on one of the, around the verses of a guy dancing at um, Grim Hex, and they ha- had uh, camera drones mm-hmm. on him, and you could see him up on that big screen. It was basically showing, like... You know, yes, we we have this idea to have camera drones, and you know, you have that. Maybe as the in between, being able to broadcast from your moby Glass to then having like an auxiliary camera that you know you can control, to then like the the reliant Mako, which would be a uh, big zoomable camera, you know, pan, tilt, mm-hmm. and maybe additional, um, you know, they've talked about, like, video editing in the Reliant Mecca. So maybe you'd have more extensive editing with the ships, just to answer Fist's question. Um, yeah. AJ, yeah. remember they
0: also did it with Matthew McConaughey, remember with the uh, Pioneer, yes. right? He had the yeah, drones yeah. Oh. that were out there floating around that were covering them and <laughs> oh. projecting yeah, it on the that's screen. that's one that
4: everybody, well, most people would have seen that one. Mm-hmm. Good Call Griff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely.
0: I, you know, I was thinking too, Jade, I was going to ask you, um, there've been plenty of movies where we've seen, if we build a little bit off what Natronics just shared, movies like alien where they got off the ship and they had the camera that was built into the helmet. Right. Yeah, what man. if there's some type of thing where, like you said, Nate, on your Moby glass, if it's talking to me, I could hit a button. And then it does. If I also have that button to kind of just like what a cell phone camera does, where it changes it from transmitting from my wrist to now transmitting from a camera that's built into my helmet. That way, yeah. anything I'm seeing moving my head, you know, that's what's being transmitted, like we do in Discord, right? We watch each other play. But it could be something like that even they could come up with. Like Actually, I there's a lot of possibilities. We're not saying CIG's doing this, y'all. That's the waiver for the day. Right. <laughs> we're just exactly. saying some ways we could see them go because, we're, mm. you know, what, we, what they've shown us so far, there's some directions they could go with communications and broadcasting in the game.
3: Okay. Yeah, but no. Nate brought up an uh, excellent idea. I mean, that mm-hmm. you know, that's going to make pirating just that much harder. If you can, you know, just flip your you know your Moby glass up and call for help, and it may be five minutes away, and um, you know, yeah, five, you know just, five
0: minutes you know away I... and twenty minutes to get ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead, Nate. What are you say? Well, I just thought is, uh, <laughs> what if what
2: if you could also tap into uh, ground location camera systems mm. like I, like i could go hey shubin 13 uh, is a lot oh. i can i can click on their live cam but then like Dogs. okay
3: right. yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that's what i was thinking that's but then great...
2: pirates can also hack those systems like they could take them down right to go, oh am i gonna go to tram and myers today because i can't see their their feet is down it's been down for 12 hours like what does
0: that mean or Nate, how about this? You guys have walked around Hurston and several other places where there are security cameras all over. Yeah. Who says, like you said, that there can't be just a way to hack into a system. You can see whether there are guards in the area or see yeah. whether or not someone else is taken over, but you got to work for it. Right. I mean, CIG is always into that whole thing. You got to work for it. So this hacking thing could go beyond just not just hacking and opening a door. Right. right. Or breaking into a ship, but breaking into security systems and things of that nature, which would be great for the Moby Glass, you know, yeah. really, really cool. A little mini game or something to get you in there, and you can cool. see what's going on. Or stealing an encryption code from someplace to be able to gain access, right? Mm-hmm. And those encryption mm-hmm. codes can change; they can rotate, right? So it's never the same, right? You can't right. just pass it on to somebody else. A lot of cool stuff they could do with that. Right? Mm-hmm. Awesome, guys. All right, let's jump to some stuff that we already talked about. We just kind of re- refresh you guys' memories on this. Um, Jay talked about this earlier that there is hailing. Uh, you can hail targets. You guys know that you can target someone. You can hail them, say, hey, how are you? Or you could say, hey, surrender your ship or pay me a bounty, whatever the case may be, right? The, the hailing is in the game right now. Um, then there's system-wide hailing. We talked about this as well. This is when you go to the comms channel. Not This is not the thing where you go and <clears throat> you do a hail by hitting target and then reaching out to them. But this is when you go into your comms, you see the little antenna symbol there and you can call somebody else, who is in the game somewhere throughout the system. And then lastly, I wanna ask you guys about org communication. Um, what do you see for possibilities of how that can work? Uh, I'm gonna to go, to, go to Nate first on this one. As far as orgs go, orgs go, when it comes to reaching out to each other broadcast wise, because uh, CIG has talked about, you know, we've been looking for org 2.0 for a while, ways that we can connect with each other as far as playing together what about when it comes to being able to broadcast information or communicate with each other? Uh, you're being attacked, for example, right? Um, yeah. what, what can they do that allows you to remain connected uh, if you're on some moon somewhere and you really need to get a, a – you ain't got time to be typing no message. You really need to get a verbal message out in-game.
2: Mm-hmm. I think you should be able to establish – Uh, some kind of party chat that doesn't go away like like you always get in and you have your radio set that is dedicated to Mm -hmm. a certain group for example so maybe i have my soul citizens radio frequency Mm -hmm. and i can broadcast on that and it will not only will it go out to any soul citizen playing the game at that current time Mm -hmm. but maybe somehow it'll ping their accounts on spectrum Mm -hmm. like if they're not on um, but I think it's as simple as creating a dedicated channel that has some kind of uh, lasting function, even when you log out mm. okay. um, to me.
0: yeah, yeah, Fizz, do you see anything about that for organizations? I think that's a cool idea. What do, you, what do you think, Fist?
5: I do think that's a cool idea um, to – when Nate said something, kind of made me think about, you know, how the incentive to using the uh, communication system because – you know, one thing about with Star Citizen, you can be within multiple orgs and let's say, you know, one day I'm playing with another org and I'm in their Discord, and
6: mm-hmm.
5: but I need to respond to you. You're in, you know, Test Squadron. Mm-hmm. I don't want to jump out of that Discord to jump into Test Squadron just to say something. I can just hit that button mm-hmm. and let's say communicate directly to you over in the game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's one way that could hopefully incentivize people to, you know, really using the communication device, and especially within orgs over that, you know, that function.
0: Now, Pops, let me ask you, mm-hmm. what about espionage and spies? Right. I'm playing like I'm in mm-hmm. I'm in Test Squadron, but I'm also over with E.E. Studios. And I know they out there trying to do something in the game and I'm playing like, oh, I'm their friend. And yeah, guys, I like <laughs> what you guys do. And I'm tuning into these two channels, listening to these guys. I mean, is there some pros and cons mm-hmm. to that in real time, being able to communicate uh, like that?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not a spy person, <laughs> you know,
5: but <laughs> um, you're not. Dude, we, no. that's, that's that's the best. Wait a minute, we 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 play Splinter Cell. That's like one of our favorite games. How do we not?
0: He said he he, he he's not a he said he's not a malicious uh, spy.
3: Right. That that's what I'm referring to. Because I mean, I'm not going, um, you know, spy against my my own org, my own. Because the only orgs I plan on being in is ones with my friends. Okay. Okay. Um. So you know, I I I, I wouldn't do that. But the, you know, the uh communication and orgs i mean that's going to be tremendous i mean you you you're going to have um shipping you know when you find a price you're going to communicate Mm -hmm. that with maybe you Mm -hmm. know
0: people in your org in in
3: your org and and they need to get the um laranite together at you know because it's 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 at the um uh warehouse yeah and you you know you need to call Uh, science. Maybe if you're working on something on the Endeavor, Mm -hmm. and uh, maybe it's two or three people that that need to be involved in this particular uh, Mm -hmm. uh, thing. Also, you know, the uh, Banu Merchantman. I mean, uh wow um translation is mm-hmm. what i'm getting to you know it, i mean it is it is so much you may not know what they say but maybe you can phone
0: home you know <laughs> that's what translate for you okay all right yeah. but you
5: said something though griff about spying right and i know we talked about i know the msr has capabilities of data running mm-hmm. and hacking so what if i don't know what 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 whether the ship or maybe the MSR may have the function but for functionality of picking up a transmission.
0: Yeah. The, you know, unfortunately there's not enough information. I'm, I'm not saying there's not enough. There's some information the CIG has alluded to both for the Terrapin as well in mm-hmm. relation to, because I think they showed the Terrapin is the one that was really catching transmissions going back and forth in its trailer.
1: Uh, the MSR
0: right. has been vague, you know, uh, as a right. data runner. So I'm not, I'm not sure. Jade, you got any thoughts or Laura in relation to either one of those well, ships with you know snatching yeah. of communication
4: yeah so on the msr uh you might recall there's a. hey man wow, hey thank you man thank,
0: thank you, you know, for the raid of 10 thank you
4: thank you yeah so like there's like a dish on top of it that you know like raises up and all it may just be rule of cool mm-hmm. but um which they said you it know, is <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, Who there, knows, things, though, right? Yeah, th- exactly. Because we don't have it th- that mechanic in game yet, so mm-hmm. we, we don't know yet. Yeah. And that's really where it is. I mean, we, as far as data running, you know, we left off the OG data running chip, mm-hmm. the Herald, yes, and it yes. had those. It used to have those fold-out uh, comma ray things. Remember? Um, I don't know if it still does. But like, you know, I, I'd i assume that was for eavesdropping as well as, you know, just relaying information. Yeah,
0: they took that antenna off. It was kind of cool when they when, yeah. when it was in the, the, what do you call it, asymmetrical mode. It had the nice yeah. dish on it and stuff. Yeah, yeah.
4: The, like, the answers we don't know yet. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I, I'm not sure about that one. But those are great suggestions in relation to that. Calrott, you got anything before we move on past the orcs? No, actually. Fish definitely touched,
1: um, he hit the nail on the head with what was... I was going to talk about with regards to the importance of it and alliances because sometimes you may not be able to have a permanent link with someone in an org, but you know if you're forming a, a temporary alliance with someone you could just instantly uh, um you know connect that and have that you know as a possibility to communicate with them instantly mm-hmm. so yeah, okay. gotcha
4: all right, cool let's go on to- I think <laughs> go just real quick, I think as far as like org communications, you know we already have these separate org um channels in spectrum, right? And they're right. talking about bringing more spectrum into the game. So if we're going to get anything like that, I think it's going to be through more spectrum integration in the game.
0: Yeah. That's all. That's a good point. Good point. Okay. All right. Let's Let's so let's go to, we're going out of ship to ship now. Let's talk about in-game uh, areas. Uh, one of the areas, and Pops talked about this earlier with trade is in ec- ec- the economy, t- the TDD. Um, CIG hasn't really talked much about this in the sense of broadcasting information we do know that right now your Mobi glass from time to time gets these updates of the status of uh, the prices of certain things that are in the game um but when it comes to this broadcasting and they have got these big boards right you go in there and they've got everything up there all the different minerals and resources are running down there um and i and I, and I'm assuming they'll be in real time um how do you think that they should handle this as far as, i am giving you an example. You're in Knicks and you're dropping off a load uh, fist. You're, you're in Nix, and you're dropping off some stuff there. And you just happen to know that Griff has been storing up copper for like two months, waiting on the price to drop. And you just happen to see at that moment uh, that that information has, has dropped. Um, it, it is, but you're two, three systems away from me. Right? Should you be able to transmit that information from that distance or is there some other way that it needs to be transmitted? I I don't know. In in real time, what do you, what do you think about that? I mean, I know there's the fun side of it, but then there's also the real side of it, you know? No. Like if, (laughs) if, if,
5: if I'm four systems away Mm -hmm. and something you about to sell within that system and. The update is supposed no it should not happen that way that's my opinion please don't kill that's my opinion okay no it shouldn't be that
0: way but let me ask you a question you know that people are going to... jade said this earlier people are going to get on discord and communicate that way right 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 so no, is there anything that they right. could do to is there something work around that would incentivize people to you know i don't know what's mm. what's what's an incentive is it any I, thought, I won't put i won't put all the weight on fist on this one if anybody's got any ideas mm. of how do you do that that is tough
2: i think it should be in real time and the way you maybe counter that uh that sort of cheating because it is a game and it is cheating in a lot of different ways Mm -hmm. you know to make it more playable and more fun Mm -hmm. i think maybe there's some kind of tax that gets sucked out the further away you are like okay Mm -hmm. i told him this but he's 10 systems away so that's 10% per system you know, just to, just to simulate <laughs> to
4: simulate some right. kind of penalty that way, maybe. That's interesting. That's a lot of- the thing is that that all runs counter to what CIDs actually told us. Like about one of the reasons there is data running uh, between systems is that there's no faster-than-light communications right. or travel in Star Citizen's uh, universe. Right. So all the information you see on these boards, if you're going from one system or another, that would have br- been brought by a data running, either NPCs or players, to then update that data. So that's that was what they've said. Now, they can always change that. They can retcon it. And I, I agree. I would like it to be instantaneous. I'd like them to, you know, do some space magic, subspace space communication or something, because people will just go and use Discord, or they'll create, you know, sites where you get everything updated instantly because... You know there are people feeding it. Like, it. I mean, there's already the UEX site for trading right now, right. where you can,
0: yeah. But but my question was what, and I, and we agree with you on it. I think my question is though, what can CI do to incentivize it to keep people in the game? It's how hard. Do, I know that's what I'm. I'm just trying to. Come, I'm not saying we're going to fix the problem. I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah. like you said, there third party things that are out there. You know, sometimes we don't know if, how timely those things are. Right. I right. mean, does maybe. Okay, if I'm looking at the TDD at uh, Hurston and I'm seeing the prices of stuff going in there, is there a way for me to bring up or call up what the prices are in pyro, even though I'm in Hurston? Because that's wow. real time. And, and that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying, like, you know how they've got those conference rooms and stuff in those areas? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe those, there are terminals mm-hmm. that you can go to then I could actually click on it and say, what's the price of so-and-so running in so-and-so right now?
4: It would be the, there'd be like a little thing, disclaimer at the bottom, last update and like the date and time, maybe.
0: And, and here, check it out. You can make it to that no matter what those times and dates are, that there's a delay to any third-party software that's out there. they don't only get it until 30 minutes later or 15 minutes later. But if I go into that little room, y'all know how when you go into Hurston's big TDD Mm. room where all the gold is, the glass rooms, maybe there's terminals Mm. back there. I'm willing to go back there and pay a fee or something. I get on the computer and I can actually say, tell me the price of a in so-and-so. And I see there, and I see, the, I see that particular system's prices. Now I know what the prices are. I found it in-game, right? And if uh-huh. I need to tell people in my org, hey, we need to get ready to go book the so-and-so. Y'all go get your ships loaded up. We need to get the whole D out and take that mm-hmm. 50,000, whatever we got out. I'm just trying to figure out ways they can remain within the game. Yeah. No, no shade on the third-party people, y'all. We love them. But I'm, I'm, I am trying to keep the immersion aspect of it because I don't want to have to hit, you know, Alt Tab and then jump to a website, go pick up and see how much greasy mm-hmm. I'm selling somewhere, and then jump back in the game.
4: Yeah, well, I some... I think that's a good idea. I, I don't know how they'll, they'd be able to incentivize it to where the majority of people use it, but I hope they find a the solution.
3: Yeah. yeah. So they could you? Do... Oh, I'm sorry. Good. Go, go, go. Uh, uh, possibly it could be wrapped around uh, reputation where there is, it mm. could be a general mm-hmm. shipping that's done, but mm-hmm. you may get, according to your rep, you may get things that the general public doesn't have.
0: Yeah. We talked yep. about that yesterday about garbage, mm. right? Maybe if you pick up enough bottles <laughs> and cans, the people in <laughs> Pyro <can>. will <laughs> give you their information, mm. right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but mm. that is, you know what, Pops? That's not a bad idea, though, in the sense of, Let's say pyro, Let's say it is pyro, right? Not to be funny, but I'm just picking pyro because we're familiar with it. But let's say you've got a reputation with a certain gang. You know what I mean? Or if it's another system with their government, you're in good standing with them. Maybe you're able to access stuff in real time from a monitor. Then maybe if you're a criminal, but then again, the criminals need to be able to get access too. Maybe they have to hack,
1: you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and maybe
0: that's how they get their information. You know, yeah. if you don't have yeah. a good reputation. So, Go ahead, so there
1: was There was one other thing that I was thinking about because... A few years ago, some, someone was asking, okay, do we actually have to go to a particular location um, to be able to, let's say that let we, we go to the trade terminal, right? Mm-hmm. And only when we go to the trade terminal or we go to the to, the, uh, to that particular location, then we can reserve our cargo. Now, if, um, well, it's just something that I was thinking off the, off the back of my head. If, for example, there needed to be some kind of pinging, right? And we needed to receive the signal. Um, just as how we receive the, um, the update alerts, Mm -hmm. um, from that, we can actually communicate with the location directly to say, okay, I confirm the receipt of this ping that this update was received to my character. And as a result, I can actually reserve the cargo that way for a reduced cost. Mm -hmm. Um, versus for example, um, if someone in discord told me the price I can reserve it, sure but I have no guarantee to actually get it because I may not have received the ping because the comrade between, um, you know, Stanton and Pyro um, or some other locations, um, those set of comrades were down. So I had no way to receive those pings to actually reserve my cargo um, by the time I get there. Um, But if I receive the ping... Um, let's say Stanton and Terra, They of course, is UEE, so they have a great reputation there, and I have a good reputation with the folks at Hurston. Mm. Then once I receive the ping on some kind of trade broad, uh, broadcast channel, I can confirm it, I can reserve my cargo, so by the time I get there, I can get it at a reduced cost, or I can actually get it ready to confirm the reservation and buy the order, which is someone whose friend told me about it. I never received the ping, and I may or may not be able to make that reservation for that cargo.
0: Mm interesting interesting okay all right well that's the tdd game. we're going to move on all the possibilities of what could happen let's talk about um social areas in the game uh these are some of the areas we know about uh various bars in the game and i'm going to reach out to you guys i know you guys ee studios i know you jade i know you guys have used these in your machinimas before uh pops fist i know whatever you guys see this your ears are always tuned into what's playing in the background especially because we get tired of hearing the same songs all the time so (laughs) um what are some things you think that could happen in bars in in places like this where people stop to get drinks they're maybe meeting up with their org friends or just socializing are there some broadcast related things that you would like to see happen in the bars or is it just music and that's it
3: almost definitely yeah,
5: well, no, I was just going to say, I'm probably going to say the same thing you're getting me to say. I mean, mm-hmm. definitely, um, you know, with this, with, 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 like we talked about GTA, um, having a radio station, you know, we well, not just, they have several radio stations, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, being at our Air, Air Corp could have their own radio station within uh, g Lock Bar or uh, Hurston. Uh, so on and so forth, so you can kind of cater, you know, different styles of music Mm -hmm. to different areas. Mm -hmm. Um, That's one of the things like, like, for example, like I've been, you know, working with Paul, um, and that's what I've asked Tim about when doing the lore makers guide was like you know what is the cultural background of the band new just like coming up I don't want to speak of, you know about a, a future project too much but you know um, the Devarin, you know to Devarin, you know their cultural background is uh north african and japanese
6: mm-hmm.
5: you know so i have to think about that you know in context of uh you know future creating their
0: cultural exactly mm-hmm. And I mean, and the music, each one of those spaces has their own unique music, too. It's not like they all sound the same, which is one of the things that's kind of unique. And I know, Nate, you were talking about this a little bit earlier about, you know, what are some of the hurdles it would take for, or I almost want to say requirements it would take if you guys wanted to submit things. For example, in the G-Lock bar, there are monitor screens when you go into that bar. There are four of them. Mm -hmm. I would love to see things broadcast like when they do the races, right? When we have something like the Stanton seven or whatever, you know, that stuff go up there uh, on those things. But I also would like to see content that goes up like, like what, what you guys do East shorts and things like that. So if I'm in the bar, I'm mm-hmm. not just seeing advertising for, you know, one of the vehicles or something, but I could turn around and maybe see somebody's video that was submitted. You know, yeah, uh, I'm I not got, sure what the yeah. hurdles are for that, but um, that's what I would like to see.
3: Yeah. I, um, if I can jump in, I I would like to see DJing, if that's possible,
0: that's coming up. DJ's coming up, pops. It's on the list. Oh, don't get there too soon. Uh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's coming up. All right. Hold on to it. Okay. But, and and there's a reason why I'm saying hold on to that, because that's going to be a whole nother spin because DJing can expand into a whole lot of areas, but we will, Mm -hmm. we are going to cover that. Um, but anything else in the bars, Calradi, Jade, and could happen in the bars broadcasting? Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. So so some people might know that I did, back in uh, 2019, I did a big bar tour. Like, um, mm. it was for International Space Flight Day, Yuri's mm. Night, and it was, a, you know, get a couple luxury ships. Put the whole server on them and we were going to go to each bar, you know, and, and socialize and drink and, you know, role play. Right. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. A, pub, a space pub crawl. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that, you know, people commented on is it would be so cool. Like, since so we're talking about G lock, um, that place was the, the scene of the first, Karaoke Mm. that I know of in the Star Citizen, uh, in in Star Citizen, when an org mate of mine uh, decided to um, sing with his guitar over uh, VoIP um, the song Spectrum uh, by (laughs) Zed. Right. So, like, stuff like that, because it has that stage, right? Um, you know, maybe ha- put a couple props like instruments that people could pick up or like a, a you know, some turntables. We'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. Um, th- as far as the screens, absolutely. Stanton Sevens, Daymar Rally, um, the new racetracks, um, mm-hmm. you know, the competitions there, um, XGR, um, news orgs like Zark Media. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing that I've noticed that they've done with, um star citizen live is jared put out a call for commercials that people make like mm-hmm. for different companies in in the game and right. those could be aired you know the community can fill in a lot of that content for those screens mm-hmm. and um as far as like the stations and the music that's playing like you said it's it's different it, you know wally's music is as different from um what you get at mmv bar in lorville as you know from you know, from, uh, G-Lock and, you know, I just got that answer, uh, the question answered about Mm S-POP, right? So like in the Centauri system, they have a whole genre of music that like is, you know, they're known for, right? So these different systems will have, you know, different music. And, um, I think that's going to be reflected in the bars and these other social areas.
0: Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned about the G-Lock piece because, um, one of the things that fast cart was showing me once he was playing uh, fast card. You have to refresh my memory. Final fantasy 14. I think it was you were playing, but they had this area where, it was, where where community people went to, to go sit out and play instruments. It was like in a park. And it, and it's regularly filled. I mean, there's like eight or nine people playing instruments and it's literally people just hanging out, listening to these people produce music in game. So whether yeah. it be like you said, like a karaoke, you know, yeah. the, the instruments, I don't know. These jokers will be taking these instruments and put them on their ships. But I get what you're saying, okay? Yeah. <laughs> you I mean, know, they, they can't, well, they can't we'll leave, they can't leave the bar with machines. the instruments, right? I know. Yeah. But, 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 yeah, I mean, I think to be – because what I'm trying to figure out is what can they do to create that draws people, right? And, yeah, instead of maybe me watching the Stanton 7 on Twitch – I would just as easily tell my friends, let's meet up at G Lock Bar and let's watch it on the monitors in there while we're in game. You know, yep. that might be the alternative. Some people are still gonna watch Twitch and that's okay. You know, but I'm just saying, again, we're just trying to think of what are those things that could be immersive within the game.
4: You yeah, and this wouldn't be immersive, but I've heard people say they should put citizen con on those screens. And they should. For me, that I I don't know if yeah, like yeah. it breaks the fourth wall, but I'm good with it.
2: Oh, okay. Go ahead, Nate. It- I, I Someone made a comment about seeing the actual bands we see posters for in the game, too. Mm. Like, going to a Gutter Wash
0: concert at Grim yeah. Hex, that would be really yeah. cool. Yeah, that would be cool. That'd be awesome. Okay. All right, well, that's the bars. Let's shift from something where people are at versus something people stare at. These information boards, they show information. Uh, this is the one that's in, New, in um, Orison. Uh, show things and we've seen them the, where they show the routes for trams and trains and stuff like that. We've seen them flash up advertising for different ships and we've kind of also seen them flash up. This one shows the weather in Orison, believe it or not it actually tells the temperature and everything. Uh, the one in Hurston tells you the air quality. Uh, and then it also tells you like, here you are on the map. Any other pertinent information that could pop up here um, that, that would make people stop and look at it versus this. Cause right now we run right past them. You know, we don't really
2: stop and look at these things. I think if you included actual, like, say, a player kills another player for whatever reason, wanted, huh? (laughs) Yeah, they they, they, like bounties pop up on that board and it Mm. says their actual name in game. It has Mm. their face. Yeah, maybe it has their character's face. (laughs) But then it would be everyone wanting to get on that board, They'd (laughs) they'd be killing everybody.
0: That's true. That's interesting. Um, crime, stats, so crime stats though. Crime stats could translate into that. A list of names mm, that could come up with, if, if it's cause mind you, if it's being transmitted to a satellite, that same data could be taken and listed on the board. You go up to the board and it shows you the names of people and they're where they're crime stat five, crime stat four, yeah. whatever. That's cool. Cool. You know, you know, gonna
6: oh, say
0: Pops.
3: What they could do on those boards is uh, if they have sales, you know, mm. particularly maybe, uh, cousin crows is having to say 20 percent off right <laughs> um you know even even uh especially events concerts mm. in the in the first uh i mean it, everything i mean it doesn't have to just be things of you know war yeah. and battle but yeah. it, it, it could be things like that maybe even uh we could buy space mm. yeah on there on, i just the i
2: just thought of that like an org could somehow buy uh like a little their Mm. symbol and like some words about who they are Mm -hmm. like people would be into that i think yeah
0: yeah yeah i'd like to see things happen that happen that we go to the website for so like like for example fortuna just went by i would love to have seen stuff up there about fortuna while that was going on you know the different seasonal things that we do something that comes up there on screen just to kind of let us know what's going on in the world right i don't have to just necessarily go to the website to find out about the Chinese new year, you know, that they've got the right. envelopes and things up there and something telling me there. I don't know. There's a lot of cool things. Kyle, Roddy, Jade, went, you guys got anything?
4: Yeah. Yeah. For me, like, you know, maybe not for these screens, but, um, you know, I guess initially it would be cool. Cause we don't have like museums or anything mm-hmm. in the game yet, but, um, You know, in order to teach people some of the lore, like, if if the cinematics team could recreate some of these, uh, you know, like, epic battles from, you know, past or, you know, incidents, like, I would love to see, like, you know, the security camera footage of, like, Keller's run when all the outlaws were chasing after this guy that, you know, shot up... uh, An advocacy agent like stuff like that Mm -hmm. because it it would convey you know the richness of this universe like this is stuff that happened like you know it would just be like a little short like five minute thing yeah but it would give a lot more life to the universe and make people feel like wow i'm part of something you know much bigger than it being a game
0: they did they did do a small version of that not as big as what you're talking about but i'm thinking about you know in crusader the big wall you know the big video wall it gives you that whole history of Crusader and tells you about what they do there as far as building ships and stuff. That, yep. that is kind of a cool thing. And it would be nice to kind of find some, here's some background information about this place you're at, you know, something like that. Uh, like Hurston, how about yep. some some freaking negative welcome from the Hurston family, you right. know, when you come down to the hab or something to tell you to get the work slave, you know, just something yeah. to come, wow. you or, know. Or
4: Paul Shelley's Jumptown documentary, <laughs> something the like Jumptown that, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 something like that. That I, would be cool, you know. I what
5: was, well, gonna... they... okay. no, um, I was just gonna say um, that they also could use these to um, stream in their actual live stream. C. Well,
0: oh, for watching it, and, but and, right. and I, I do want to go to something that Jade said earlier about breaking the, the wall, it, bringing in real world. I can understand yeah. why for some people they want to keep it in context of the universe, right? Um, I agree with that, and and, and I think yeah. that we don't want to come to 2023. You know, I, mm-hmm. I get
2: it. I, I like. I, don't I make get an it.
4: Exception for Citizen Khan. Yeah, Citizen Con is the
0: only reason why I'm saying because the way to assemble people to come together in the game. But I think that if you start bringing too much real world in it, 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 it plus mm-hmm. it's just not going to look in place, you know, now, now what it, it could, could do. Per- go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead
1: oh, I was just gonna say it could be a personal option if they to, wanted to use via Mobi glass or so versus using, you know, mm. a, a, a public screen. So if they wanted to watch ISEE, they can pull up their own. Oh, so, yeah, mm-hmm. something like yeah. that. That's, yeah. a, that's an alternative.
3: Okay. Now, I, I have an idea. And this would be right up Nate's alley. You, you know, if Nate wanted to do this, he could have a a, a sitcom, <laughs> you know. That would be up on the screen, and it would be showed every Thursday at eight o'clock. It's a sitcom. And, yeah. You know? Okay. You and, can do uh, the TV
0: show. TV show comes you on. Do that, yeah. You, know? you never know, right? We could have a uh, we could have uh, a was it, uh, it Tavaren's Court? You know something like that? Yeah. You know what yeah. Yeah. Something mm-hmm. like that, right? Okay.
3: A whole lot of
4: things yeah. could be could we, be done. We could do horrors. They have those shows, right? Um, you know, we get on Tuesdays, the uh, narrative team, there's like a show that's called Something Every Tuesday. Mm-hmm. There was another one that was called like Booty Call. Um, mm-hmm. There was another one. They, they yeah. have these yeah. shows that, you know, exist in the Star Citizen universe. But the, I think the thing that would be prohibitive is just the cinematics teams, you know, ban one well, in time.
0: Hey, Jade, how about this? How about that be something that that, that community people could sign up for?
4: I agree. And they, that give, they, give them the guidelines. they give them the guidelines,
0: yeah. they give them the stuff and all they have to do is put it together. It takes the work off of CIG.
4: Right. And mm-hmm. it gives them
0: straight props to the people who decide to throw that thing together. Right. They can get credits that. and everything. That'd be an alternative. I would,
4: I'd love to be a host of Star Watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just
0: saying. Watch. Huh? There you go. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here's another familiar piece. Now I know y'all are gonna say, oh my God, what do we do with this one? But we see this all the time when we go to New Babbage. Hi, and welcome to New Babbage. I'm a ninth generation social protocol system designed and built right here in New Babbage. When I'm not managing complex urban logistics, I love meeting new people and learning interesting new things. Can I help? Okay. We've seen oh. Rowena Dooley in her other life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? Any thoughts about the hologram? I mean, it's, it's one of those things that once you've done it, you don't really go back to it too much because it doesn't change. Right. Is this something oh. for, for <laughs> broadcasting? You know, to folks that come to places. Is this something that, or is I mean, maybe just unique to New Babbage too? But the the, the hologram technology is something I see that could. It's pretty science fictiony, and I could see it being in other places. Any thoughts on what else they could do with this to make people return to it, use it? I've mission giver. There you go. Yeah. Um. Okay. Also- wait, wait. Wait. Let me. Okay. Yeah, but we got mission givers in the game. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm not I mean, against Rita, that idea. Rita
4: a hologram. Rita at Grim Hex. Yeah. Rita
0: with a bad leg? No, no, no. That, no. no, that's Rico. Oh,
4: yeah. Oh, Rico. That's oh, I'm sorry.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Yes, yes, yes. And that Rita's one is a
4: mission giver. It's a hologram.
0: Right, in that's In the true. game right now. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about it. Yep, you're right. So
1: these types of holograms have also, um, for a couple months, I was thinking, why not, you know, let them integrate it into the new player experience? Mm. Or, you know, if someone is visiting a new location for the first time and they want to have a tour of the location, Mm. you can, you know, you may not need to put in a whole bunch of notion capture, but they can say, okay, similar to how they may show, we saw a teaser of the newsletter sneak peek of how at ArcCorp they're showing the maps. Mm -hmm. But, I know, possibly they can actually, if you wanted to get information on a particular building or what it does, et cetera, you can have, I know, a hologram just... uh, Start at a, at a location, let's say from the moment you um, you docked in your in your hangar, um, exited, and you know it, it it'll only be visible to you, right? right? So many players can go through the same process without it being or without you seeing too many moby glasses or too many holograms. So if you were to let's go back to the new player experience, um, you just start the game, for example, and you exit your hab. You can start the tutorial. You can, take you through different places, different POIs in the city, or even, you know, allow you to do certain things within the city or th- uh, within a particular location to be able to allow you to understand through verbal communication what's what. Mm-hmm. So
4: Yeah, I, 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 I was going to say, you know, citizen shenanigans in, in chat basically read my mind. I think it would be really cool, and I know this, people start crying about feature creep. If they hook this up, to voice recognition has become really really good Mm -hmm. make it something like alexa or siri where you ask a question about something in the star citizen universe it queries using like something like gpt chat gpt type uh query of the galactopedia and all the star citizen lore you want to know about the hornet well she'll tell you about the hornet right you want to know about you know um the uh NIC system she'll tell you about it right and all that because they have all that information it's there in text form which can then be converted you know from text uh, text to voice like it's just a matter of like hooking these things up and then suddenly she goes from just having a few things that y- you can you know interact with her to then being like literally the 30th century version of siri
0: i was thinking yeah. about what we have in what's not, what's it called jay voice attack but uh Oh, what's the program? The people who make the voices.
4: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, H. You mean the yeah, HCS, HCS HCS yeah, HCS voice stuff. Yeah. That uh-huh. that's in
0: there now. You can ask about certain systems and ships, and you get all that. Right. Uh, that information comes up.
4: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was thinking it would be even more robust if CIG developed it. Um, you know where it was in game because, yeah. like, again, that's a third party app. We yeah. can do it, but it's a third party app. Wouldn't be so cool. If you walk by, you know, you're going to get your ship at New Babbage Interstar Spaceport and you hear somebody, you know, interacting with her asking about something you didn't even know about. Like, and and now you stop by and like, oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe somebody never heard of Ball, and she's talking about that. You know, it
0: would be cool. I like the idea, Roddy, about the new player experience. I would love to see where where she's standing. And maybe she says, while you're here... Visit Wally's Bar. She disappears, and we see a hologram of Wally's Bar spinning. You know, something like that. You know, or if, or if you or yeah, or visit Whammers. You know, just just kind of like flashes of just different things that you can do there. You know, right? Um, there, there could be all types of cool things. I mean, not even to be funny, but even if you want to go up there and say, "What's the weather outside?" You know what I mean? Because maybe if it's a windy day or something, you're going to go out. I mean, it's all types of things, like Jade said, that that you could query to the hologram but I, i'm again i think these are great ideas for things that will make people even the mission giver idea things that will make people use it because right yeah. now she's pretty sitting there but once you've been there a couple times and you heard a couple bad jokes you know we don't really go back too much
4: yeah like in order to do that all they'd have to do and i mean this is being done right now um in other games and things so it's you know they just call Anna Demetrio in to uh, read lines, to clone her voice, and then yes. she doesn't have to record every them. single mm-hmm. response. Right. It just becomes a, another AI text, um, you know, to voice uh, thing, and they've become very, very. I use them all the time on the People's Radio. Yeah. You can't tell that you're not hearing the human uh, mm-hmm. quite often. And, and, so,
0: yeah. and not just that, it doesn't have to be just Anna. That's that's the new yeah, Babbage. No. But like not you said, because, we right. just because just, it wouldn't take babbage. a lot of work. Yeah, yeah right, it right. could be anybody. Right, yeah. I think, I think cool. it's a great idea. I would love to see it happen in other places that technology be, you know, holograms. I get the whole thing, it being at Microtech, but I would love to see it in other places as well. Yeah. Okay, let's jump off to the next one here. This one's a little bit more difficult, uh, and that's space stations. Um, Now these are unique. You know the, the Lagrange points and places like that, even the orbital stations. What type of information could be broadcast at these locations? Is there anything? I mean, is it is it just enough to hear the humming and that's it, or maybe you want to hear some, you know, elevator music playing in the background, or is there some type of announcement information? What could we could be broadcasted to these places?
1: So. I would really love to know what kind of stores they sell there without having to physically run through the know. whole place. <laughs> Please, CIT, at least give me a
0: bill the board or something. Please. That's a good point because you never know whether there's a gun shop there, right? I mean, or mm-hmm. even though Stegman's sign is up there, it says opening soon, right? I yep. mean, we, yep. we don't really know a lot of times, especially yeah. if it's a not familiar station, right? They, it might be ideas? cool to
2: hear, like, a real time. Uh, you know, like, say you log into Port Olisar, and uh, four players have been killed for whatever reason in the last thirty minutes. It mm. gives you some kind of threat status. Mm. Like uh, the threat condition is currently amber in uh, Crusader. So mm. you really if you're a trader, and maybe there's some trade, some maybe not as robust, but some kind of supplemental trade information. Yeah, you can check screens right there. And oh. you're thinking, well, I'm gonna, i was gonna do some trading in in Crusader, but maybe not. Maybe I'm gonna check Hurston and see if their threat levels lower. Stuff like that might be cool. That's a great, idea. definitely billboards.
0: <laughs> no, well, that's a great idea because uh, uh what's the guy's name? Got Tony Z talked about how eventually there'll be like a heat map type of thing whenever there's a lot of activity going on somewhere. Yeah. So that could be translated. You're right to some type of announcement. You know, yeah, uh, some generic announcement that basically says, you know currently, you know, the, the, area is at level, you know, ye- yellow level right now, which means that there's piracy going on in the area or red, right. you know, something like that, you know, get the much
1: stations, depth. as soon as you exit a jump point, mm-hmm. I want to know the status of the entire star system, if that's possible, mm. because I, if I recall, there will be, um, stations near a jump point. Yes. So if say you exit a jump point and you want to have at least the preliminary information, such as the height, height map information, At least I can transmit that to my Moby Glass star map so that I can check it out at least. Mm.
4: And they've talked about things like space weather, like, you know, solar flares Mm -hmm. and things like that, radiation affecting your ship. So we're better than on a space station to then get the space weather report for that, you know, current
0: uh, time period. That's really cool, especially in places like Pyro, where we know there's a lot of activity like that. Yeah. Maybe there's a certain period of time where they tell you it's much more dangerous to be in at that time. You know, yeah. our, yeah, you know, our research has like, told us.
4: tyros <clears throat> proton count mm-hmm. or yeah. flux, yeah. yeah. Or
0: radiation levels. It could be a yeah, lot of exactly. different things that could be before, like you said, Nate departing from one of these places or, or Kyle Roddy, just pertinent information, you know. Well, you, you know, too, going.
2: like uh, sightseeing spots around, like, say like mm. uh, Damar's got the crash site that everyone's visiting now. Mm. Maybe if I'm specifically in Crusader, I can tap into some kind of information terminal system there and mm-hmm. see, like, are there people there right now? Mm-hmm. Or, like, what's going on there? Because I don't want to go down there and be <laughs> pirate, you know, fodder. Mm-hmm. So maybe, st- like, system-centric mm-hmm. uh, info stuff. Interesting. Okay.
0: Cool. I like it. All right, we're gonna go back in the Wayback Machine here. For those of you all who have not been around for a while, I'm about to blow your mind. Your mind is going to be blown. (laughs) For those of us who remember when hangers worked, not only did hangers work, but there was also a certain flair that we had that worked. Let's see who remembers the Stellar Sonic jukebox. (laughs) I do. (laughs) Oh, wow. Righty, who remembers that baby? Yes, I did. <laughs> oh yeah. Now I have a question on that. Yes, sir. Now is that
3: personal, or does everybody in your hangar hear? Well, we're, we're going to give now? you
0: the background on uh-huh. it. We're going to tell you why that thing was cool. Mm. It was. It was cool. Then it started to be not so cool. Then it disappeared. Mm. <laughs> Anybody want to talk about it? Who remembers what you could do with it?
4: Oh, you could load up your own MP3s. There was a folder <laughs> in your Star Citizen folder, mm-hmm. and you could you could put MP3s in there, and I loved it. Like you know, but this also was to answer <laughs> Pop's question. This was single player. The hangers you you technically couldn't. It was just you. Yeah, it was just you. I think didn't was it Jared that had some type of hack. That he figured out to invite. Somebody he had some to people get in. They, he showed yeah. us a, there was
0: a video. I don't know if he did it, but there was a video where somebody hacked and got their friends into a hangout. Yeah, him yeah. and
4: uh, Josh. Yeah. Um, did it? No, so, but it wasn't something that was like supported by CIG. Right. It was just something that you know, like they were able to do. But this was not intended for more than just you hearing it.
0: Yeah. Mm. Fist and, and Nate, I'm going to throw this question to you guys because uh, I know Cal Roddy remembers this, but you know, one of the issues with this, people were so excited that they could play their own music, but it was cool because you were the only one hearing it hmm. from a licensing standpoint. Right. So here comes the hurdle, right? You mm-hmm. want to bring all your friends over and listen mm-hmm. to your music and play it in the game. Can, <laughs> you
4: can do it in Second Life.
0: <laughs> I know. Right? In Second no, Life, that's not you a, can. It's a
4: hurdle. I, that's I know. a hurdle.
0: Well, but my question becomes... Are there any issues in relation to licensing, playing other people's music is, in, is, in, in a game? Kidding. You know what? Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
2: I think I think it falls on the individual, actually. Yep. If, mm-hmm. I think if you want to go in and play your—say I load, like Jade said, I load my folder full of my songs, mm-hmm. and I listen to them in my ship or listen to them in my helmet or on this. If other people hear it, who cares? Um, but if, if if you find out I I, I pirated all the music, uh, who's, first of all, uh, who's gonna, it, I don't know. I think it should fall on same real life rules. It's like, okay. why would that be
4: Sig's uh, problem? It, it isn't, so, no more than it is with Linden Labs that makes Second Life, right? So, so what's right, the workaround? What's it, the workaround
0: yeah. though, Liz? Uh, I'll G. explain it, yeah. Okay. So
4: Linden Labs doesn't, you know, have you put a bunch of uh, MP3s into a folder. So that's what keeps them you know, from being legally liable. What they do instead is they give you access to an open protocol for streaming, right? And so that jukebox, or maybe we'll, we'll just call it a radio instead, mm-hmm. would be able to bring up anybody's shoutcast streams. CIG has no, or CIG or Linden would have no uh, control over what's on those shoutcast streams and therefore is not liable. Because they're not the ones that are providing the content. They're just providing access to an open protocol.
2: Yeah, which then carries forward the stuff we maybe were talking about earlier, where maybe you can show like citizen-created content that has stuff that you would assume they have permissions to use. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they didn't, it still wouldn't fall on SIG necessarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Exactly, it I would suppose. just fall
4: on whoever is providing the shoutcast stream. So it would be the individual who you know decided to to um, broadcast something, but it it would more likely be the company, right? And so with Second Life, the companies that um, are recommended to you know do your your streams through, they basically pay licensing fees. Yeah,
0: and uh, that, and that's, and that was my offloaded. question. Yeah, that was my question. Would CIG have to deal with any licensing issues? When it came down to it. I mean, I hear the workaround. Thing. I hear the workaround for it. I'm just curious because I know you know if it's just you listening to music versus okay. I'll give an example. What I mean. built
4: their entire business model on exactly what we're talking about. Who did? Mixed cloud. You can yeah, you can you know you can do DJ sets with licensed music. You pay um a monthly fee. That's what I'm saying. You gotta pay a fee care of all right. So all CIG would have to do is say if you want to do this, we're gonna charge you a monthly fee that then goes to uh mixed cloud to use their API. And and, and that's exactly what I was asking. So it's not free that's what I was asking. Or handle the licensing.
2: Or, or it's like YouTube. When you upload, you you're saying you click a button that says "I I am testifying that I as an individual have the rights to this music." And and you know, if you don't, it goes directly to you because there's some one-click legal thing in there that mm-hmm. takes the pressure off Sig. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. cost anybody any money. Mm-hmm. But if for some reason some company wanted to, uh, uh, you know, attack you. You, you, they would be legally covered with some thing that that I clicked as an individual that said I am taking full responsibility. Okay. Yeah. You'd have to to filter it too for like inappropriate content stuff. So why
4: I brought up Mixcloud is because it, in the case of of them, they basically work with every um, performance rights organization Mm -hmm. and record label um, imaginable to then obtain the licensing Mm -hmm. of of all that music. So you know, most people aren't going to be. I don't think most people are going to be, you know, creating their own music like Pops and Fist or I do or mm-hmm. other, other people. They're going to be playing music they're familiar with, which is then going to fall under copyrighted music. So the, the workaround to that, like literally is this a company that specializes in clearing that stuff okay. uh, to allow you to do it, of course, for a small fee, but still.
0: Okay. And that was yeah. and that was my question. Would CIG have to do something? to allow people to be able to play their, to broadcast the music, not play it for themselves, but to broadcast music in the game.
4: Yeah, they just have to get with, you know, Nextcloud mm-hmm. and have like an, use an API okay. or something to give access to, um, you know, their system within the game or, do the Second Life route, and just say, "Hey, look, we're giving you access to an open protocol. What you choose to do with it is your responsibility. We're not legally liable for any of this." My thing is,
5: though, with that being said about Mixcloud, I got—I'm I'm trying to find out because I kind of tapped into a little bit of, of the loss a little bit. I looked into it, but um, as far as the laws, because um, music laws are, are very vague. It, when you hear it, um, you do certain things, but. Um, I would like to know how Mixcloud is, their deal is between the record companies because are they getting a percentage or something like that? Because that's what I'm thinking that would have to come off of as, as a deal between CIG if they do something like that.
4: So, so the way I, I, I read an interview with uh, the creator of Mixcloud, I, I don't have the link, mm-hmm. unfortunately, but basically, you know, what they do is they, they do what, you or i would have to do on our own right like we could use copyrighted music if we got in touch with the people who own the license and paid them a, either a percentage or like you know a buyout mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. um they they do that for like whole catalogs mm-hmm. and then like on a per use basis for things that are more obscure right and so then that way everybody gets paid. The artists get paid, the labels get paid. Um the DJs, you know, can can you know, promote their their sets mm. and not have to worry about getting sued. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's okay. it's pretty much their business model. Very right, cool. All
0: right. Well, good conversation. I hope they bring the jukebox back because I thought it was a lot of fun. It was very, very cool. And uh Again, like Jay, we said earlier, they bring stuff in, right? They take it out, yep. but it lets you know the direction <laughs> of stuff that they're thinking about.
3: Yeah, I think I have uh, one question and it yeah, pops. The the lights on it because I, I I love lights. Uh huh. The, the uh were the
4: lights just? static or did they move no to no no to the music to it went to the music yeah it actually went to the music yeah yeah it was wow. very cool yeah, it if was, you ooh. remember griff there was another jukebox that was in the game in the, the old social module where yep. we had area 18 and g-lock yeah yep. so there were only two songs on it <laughs> that <was> but it. <laughs> again it, it gives you an indication of like what they kind of you right. know imagined having yeah.
0: but pops this jukebox you could put wherever you wanted to in your hangar you dropped it wherever Mm -hmm. you wanted to which was which was nice and like i said you could put your own your own music in it just or you could listen to whatever you wanted to let me jump to the next area here clubs and this is a little bit different than the bars Mm -hmm. uh because we're starting to move toward the other part of the conversation here um as you guys know oasis and um what's the other one oasis in the cove are both uh in the area where wally's is Wally's kind of dominates it, but these are like smaller more intimate clubs uh, some of us have used this for machinima before most of the times these places are empty they got some cool seats sitting right outside of them and stuff but most of the time there's nobody in these clubs um ideas you know of what could bring people to these locations in the game any ideas or suggestions Yes. Yeah. well
3: they could do you know in game stars mm-hmm. you know I mean um uh, a person that they they have made up mm-hmm. and um they're they're performing okay um they could have contests uh hopefully when they get the emotes mm-hmm. together you know uh people uh can come in and have dance contests um at them
5: yeah that's what i was getting ready to say because their emotes have to get on <Right>? before they even think about the clubs <laughs> because you don't want you to
0: do the, the chicken thing and all the <laughs> other stuff you not right. into that no okay well.
5: emotes have to get on point <laughs> um yeah i i would i mean you know the variety of music would need to become more um of a thing um to be honest you know um as, as we just heard you know that style of music is it's cool and all but you know you need to be you got to think about certain, too, too, what's current, you know, what's 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 on people's playlists, you know, as far as that, you know, some things like that that'll drive people in there continuously, you know, because like back in the day when, you know, DJs, um, well not back in the day, but even still today, excuse me, you know, DJs, they would listen to what's current and they would also listen to, you know, What's current in each um, area, you know, certain things like down south versus up north, east coast, west coast, certain things like that, you know, so.
2: Okay. When I I look at like a place like this, I'm thinking a lot of people, maybe there's some way, like way to use this space. Like maybe this is going way out there, Mm -hmm. but maybe you go into a dance, like this specific dance room here. And if you dance it benefits your avatar somehow like yeah. that's going out on a limb, but it's a reason to go there. It's a reason to hear the music. It's a reason to socially interact or be there with other players to do Bucks. something
0: that helps you. How about, how about a reputation of something that, that works into the level of like charisma, mm-hmm. right? Yes. It says that if you've gone into the club and mm-hmm. danced, it says that if you've bought a couple of drinks from the bar, when you go to the bartender, he, he happens to tell you some mission giver information, right? Right. You know, like we were talking about, we were joking around about it today, but we were serious. We were talking about people picking up garbage and, and, and throwing garbage away. Does that give right. you reputation with that particular in New Babbage or in, in Lorville so that when I'm doing certain things, maybe when I go to that, turn around to that barista, that barista, maybe there's something else that pops up other than what do you want to drink? Maybe there's something that says, with, you know, information. Because I cleaned up around that particular area, you know what I mean, Where I threw my bottle away. Versus if I'm a garbage guy, if I throw stuff on the ground all the time, I get a real small negative that's added to my reputation for for that particular area. And I never get to see that information thing that pops up under that drink, right? So dancing, because those of us who played Star, played Star Wars Galaxies, remember when you went to the cantina and you danced, that was a way to buff yourself, actually. I'm not saying yeah. we should buff, but sure, mm-hmm. why not tie something in the reputation? Like build
2: endurance. That's <laughs> yeah. exactly
4: what I'm say, right? Because yeah. they've already talked about that at yeah. CitizenCon. So like if you can dance mm-hmm. for 24 hours and I've done it, <laughs> um, <laughs> then you know you're obviously gonna have better leg muscles, right? right. So like it, maybe you don't have to run everywhere maybe you you know or maybe if you want to run everywhere you got to go there to dance to like you know build up build up those like muscles the the only other thing i would say about this is uh you know kind of going on to what what uh fizz said um I, I wouldn't necessarily want them to like have to you know make everything like super current because mm-hmm. it is you know 930 years in the future but what i would like in terms of variety is if you had different music for different you know like I don't know, different events or different nights, then it would be something different. If you go to there now, you hear one song looping. But, you know, I, I think it would be cool, like, you know, you had a schedule, maybe on one of those screens and you saw, okay, this DJ plays this type of music, that's what's gonna be playing there then. Maybe yeah. then that's something you and your friends like, so you'll go over there, you, you wanna hear space hip hop, you yeah. wanna go over and hear- Tuesday is you know, Tavar,
0: ta- uh, t- uh, yeah, Tavar and Tango Night or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, <laughs> yep, exactly, yeah. so just make it more mm-hmm. unique. Yeah, I would say, you know, to this point, I would say, you know, and this before we get to DJing, I was gonna say, when it comes to the bars and to the clubs, that that music should remain within context of wherever you're at, right? Yeah. I, yeah. Think, I think those are the things that CIG can create. And, or, or again, if we do bring it out to community people to produce it, there's some certain guidelines of what you need to produce, the type of music you're submitting. Um, uh, We kind of know that these different uh landing zones and spaces all kind of have their feel. The, uh, Pedro and them are creating music in Zanelli. They're creating music to fit into where those areas are. So it could be challenging for artists to do that. Now, what I would say we're gonna talk about this next, other than clubs is Wally's now. Wally's I'm so sick of hearing this song. It was so cool the really first time it. I heard it, but i was so sick of hearing this song. Good um, yeah, it's Thank a good remix. Um, here's my thing. Uh, and we're gonna talk about the DJing. Once we get to the DJing area, like this could be the common music where there's like a rotation of stuff that happens here, but I would love to see a DJ night because they yeah. do have a DJ booth here.
4: Yeah, if you look up there, you can see
0: it. Exactly. Speaking of the devil. There it is, mm-hmm. right? So yes. to be able to say that you know tonight is you know pops in space is spinning on Friday night, you know, and that's pops quote unquote up there. He ain't up there, but he's up there, right? And we hear his mix yeah. for that particular time. What do you guys you think about submit. DJ?
3: You could submit a mix, mm-hmm. but you know one thing back back to to bring it into people, you could unlock, um you know, according to how much time you spend on the dance floor, you could unlock. Um, Dance moves, as the yeah,
0: more mm. see. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm.
2: See that? That's yeah. That would be great. People I'm definitely want to do that stuff. Yeah,
0: that's a cool Breach. idea, pops. Good Breach idea, pops. Idea. Cal righty, somebody put in chat that they want to just come see you come out and do break dancing. I don't know if you saw that earlier. Ooh, uh, I saw that. <laughs> I'd be willing, but not <laughs> yet. Bust <laughs> out yeah. that cardboard. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, back in the day, before mm. we had television. broadcast used to be broadcast radio broadcasts of music and stuff would be often nationwide. You had brought from New York across to LA. It was like, it wasn't just localized, right? Right now, everything's so localized, big names in particular, right? Um, you know, it'd be interesting to see if they could create situations like this, where like, if you were spinning or doing a DJ mix at, um, at at, uh, new Babbage that there would be a channel somewhere other when i'm on my 890 that i could tune in and watch that dj set or watch that whatever that's going on that karaoke thing because i've been noticing they got cameras in a lot of places in the game these little security Mm -hmm. cameras everywhere it would be cool to be able to tune in on certain events and see certain things i know it's pretty ambitious but okay the project is ambitious.
5: you say about tuning in now we go back to the the big screen we saw at uh um, crusader mm-hmm. let's say like you said somebody's doing a live set and you know they see somehow um taps into your live feed you know they have you mm-hmm. um with your camera set or whatever as and but you can't the fidelity of the music is not going to be as good as if you were there so Ooh. maybe that could be something that would you know folks would be like okay what's going on on this screen mm-hmm. i hear what's going i see a lot of people over there mm-hmm. okay let's hop on see our what's ship. going on let's go over there to new babbage yeah you know parties over here kind of a thing yeah you know yeah
4: could you imagine doing this kind of thing for like new year's eve
5: Yeah, you know like
4: that would be like become like a you know, oh, a absolutely. big thing. Go you know, travel to Wally's or whatever the, the hot spot is to be with a lot of people.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I, it, I mm. think that there's a lot of room here. I know the only thing that we've been told about Wally's Bar, again, is that whole piece about um, you know, one of the bartenders is going to be like an informant where you're going to be able to get information. Eddie Parr. Yeah, but I would love to see some other reasons. Again, this is all about how can broadcasting be used to make us more immersed and to draw us into the game in more in, in social ways and activity ways and stuff, you know? So I know
3: Jade mentioned the drunken tour, mm-hmm. um, earlier that yes. she takes people down, uh, to, to the different bars. Right. Now I, I would think or, or hope that, um, is there any lore attached to the bars that people would have a reason um, for the tours, uh, Maybe if there's something that particularly happened there, maybe a, uh, a murder happened there 50 years ago or, or, or something like that to uh, have people um, go to the bar. I don't know if there's yeah, lore a, around bars. Is, is there yeah. there lore about some of those? Yeah, there's
4: some there's, there's lore one, about think, right? Uh, Wally's right here, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, Wally's, uh, New Babbage in, in general, is known as being, like, the party capital of the Stanton system. It's also known for the place where you get party drugs. And it's also known as a place where saddleball players have gotten into trouble right. for having uh, <laughs> a little bit too much drinks of a the party at there. Yep. so so there's that there's also something uh even more to the point of like uh having like a a drunken tour there's a a day called traveler's day which is like a holiday in the star citizen universe and i could see you know like what do we do for like you know things like the fourth of july you know we we have cookouts people drink right so i could see some people would observe traveler's day by just going on a drunken tour you Mm -hmm. know so yeah
1: (laughs) so there was one other thing that I was actually thinking about when Griff used the word "jaw," because when it comes to having a bad reputation, right, that that, that attracts many different um, players, especially bounty hunters. Now, in the case of DJing in Wally's Bar, um, as a DJ, or if you have some kind of mission to play a, a certain combination of music that can ha- have a probability of drawing certain mission givers or certain persons of interest at a certain time, um, to a particular location, or even um, mass reputation build up. You play uh, the right amount of music, you can actually attract or build your reputation with persons indirectly that you can actually yeah. work with, or even once again pull in or attract persons of interest at that bar that you can actually use to get information from, or even tag if you're if they're an NPC bounty or anything like that. So, broadcasting music. Once you play the right music, it could be through some of the mini game can be as a, a way to mass um, build your, um, your reputation as opposed to doing a particular mission for one person and building reputation for a single um, faction.
0: Mm. No. Okay. Okay. All right, cool. All right, we're gonna move it right along because it's getting late in the tooth here. Let's talk about this. This is the one ship that we have heard discussions and conversations about. We even brought it up earlier, the Mako. Uh, Some people used to call it the news van was the nickname that it was given. And a lot of people bought it. Uh, I remember particularly our friends at Relay were very excited about this because they were running their news, uh, INN news uh, station. Uh, People bought this because they wanted to be able to cover what was going on in the verse, covering battles, things of that nature. Uh, But one of the other things I want to suggest about this is the idea of events and reconnaissance um, you guys got any thoughts about that? I'm going to EE first over there, EE Studios. Nate, any ideas about this being used? I mean, maybe even for machinima. You know, if this if this camera's flexible enough, uh, I don't know how much detail they've, whether it's in its final state or whether they need to iterate it more to get more out of it because it's not completely there, but it does work in the Mako.
2: Yeah, well, this particular ship, I think, act- having having explored a lot of ships for camera platforms in the <laughs> game for Machinima, this is actually one of the worst ones mm-hmm. because it's very wonky. Mm-hmm. Um, the Ares, Inferno, and Ion are actually the most stable, smooth, mm-hmm. weighty for, for camera ships. Nice. Um, and this one, I was thinking sort of what we said earlier where... You know, you can broadcast from a Mako, and it will go live, and people can F eleven and see who's live and watch your stream from the Mako. In terms of reconnaissance, mm-hmm. I I I'm not sure I see it being much different than how it would be used for an in game broadcasting thing. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe if I hear the others what the others say about that, it might give me some ideas. But I personally don't think the Mako is a, is the best camera ship uh, as it's balanced out right now. Mm-hmm. The way it flies yeah does
0: anybody else mess with this with the mako yeah
4: yeah i own two of them one for me and one for the people's radio news Mm -hmm. um and i agree as it is right now it it is not the greatest camera ship uh but i see the potential for you know what they want to do with it and having that uh gimbal camera there's a lot of potential they could do with that, mm-hmm. um you know giving it adjustable zoom. Mm-hmm. there's so many things that you know this ship could shine. Mm-hmm. it just hasn't gotten the treatment, it's Not really a placeholder right now, mm-hmm. so i don't I don't judge it by what it is now. I'm going to judge it by what it'll be when they put the mechanic in
0: mm-hmm. yeah, and again, a um, lot of people bought it because they're excited about the possibilities of what the ship will do, you know yeah
5: yeah I would like to see hopefully. You know i don't know how far the zoom capabilities are on this ship but i would assume that being that this is recording battles you have to be at a great distance you know because you know of course you don't want to become collateral damage so with that being said if it could have a great zoom with fidelity then I mean, you're talking about spy. Wow, I mean, that's capabilities of uh, being able to sell information. Um, endless possibilities there again. You know, if it works.
0: See, my, my piece about this ship is being able to do things in real time. Like right now, you could do stuff and record it, but outside, I'm talking about, for it to be able to broadcast real time information to folk. You know, would right. be interesting to me. the the the, the terrapin. Was showing receiving transmissions of a type, right? But I, this is where I'm talking about doing a live feed from some place. That battles and stuff is one thing, right? Don't get me wrong. For news coverage, mm-hmm. like you said, uh, but I was thinking about if there's uh, reconnaissance that needs to be done. You know, uh, land a sucker oh. somewhere off in the distance. Yeah. You can zoom in with the camera, and your your org can see what's going. You know, how many ships are there, and blah 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 things of that nature. I'm just curious. That's real time <laughs> information being pumped into them.
2: I just got an idea because it's such a vulnerable ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, that makes it that balances out if you give it the ability to have night vision or infrared mm-hmm. imagery as well. Mm-hmm. So, not now I'm flying at a black hole in Hurston where mm-hmm. I can't, no one can see anything, mm-hmm. but I have the super zoom and I can see like it's daytime and wow. I can pinpoint people on the ground even. Ooh,
0: that's but a cool I gotta, idea. But
2: I might have to get close. Yeah. So, Stuff like that might be good for recon.
0: I love that. Being able to see heat signatures thing or something like that. I think that would be pretty cool. Yeah.
4: Yeah. For it looking infrared. Mm-hmm.
0: That would be great. That would be yeah, definitely. Cool. Yeah. All right, CIG, you heard it. Natronics threw it out there. Send them a check if you make it. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Very cool. Um, Let me do another old uh, oldie but goodie. Some of you guys may remember this. Let's take a look. Oh, that's the wrong thing. Where is it? Here it is.
7: On tonight's Empire Report, a shocking vid has come out of the corral system. In it, a prisoner on low is seen being beaten by police. Who took the vid? And how did it get out? The victim's family and low officials both want to know. Can people be too happy?
4: That seems to be the question Crusader Industries is asking with the introduction of luxury liners equipped with the new exuberant respiration system we talked to our very own Jillian Spratt to learn what it was like to be one of the first
7: passengers on board. With Terra's Settlement Day Festival shaping up to be the event of the year, we are looking at some major traffic hitting the entire system. We'll take a look at which jump points will be hit the hardest and what you can do to be prepared.
1: All that and more on the next Empire Report at 2200 SET.
0: Okay, <laughs> Jay said this is before my time. What the, was that? The Empire Report. They used to put Ugh. these out with uh, around the verse, ATV. ATV would open up and then this would come on and they would do these reports of stuff that was quote unquote going on in the verse. They did it for several episodes and I think they had a total of four hosts. These two were the first two and then they added another woman and another guy uh, and then they stopped doing them. Uh, but INN, the independent news network, they later, not independent news network, interstellar news network, whatever, they kind of did their thing, like kind of maybe inspired by this. But CIG used to put this out, right? And this is before we had the verse, before we had <laughs> all the stuff. This is back when we only had Port Olisar. They were putting these things out. So my question is, how do you feel about CIG using a medium like this? Like this, they have, the, this is their Empire Report, uh, their own news thing that comes up on the screens giving these news briefings of stuff that's going on.
4: Can I take it? Sure. All right. So uh, there's things I like about this and things I do not. Like, I've, I've never seen this until today. So, um, but I, I love the idea, right? Mm-hmm. I love that they would, you know, this was like a proof of concept, I think, for mm-hmm. what they want to do um, in the future, right? And maybe this is the kind of content we see on the screens. What I don't like is that they're using, you know, people that work for CIG. Like, I think it would it would be much better if these were, you know, these were people in the game like characters in the game um that are animated and i don't know all of what would be involved with you know doing the animation or if they could just do something where their faces were animated by voice i know that's you know that's something that some some um that's a tech that's out there so that they wouldn't have to have like the cinematics team you know do each one of these but they could just feed them audio Mm -hmm. and and they would be animated so that they could do this and it's scalable and they could create one you know every week or day or whatever they wanted to do i love the idea of it i just think that this was way too soon um, but it was probably something back then for people to watch because there was, was no game. Let
0: me put you this way: this was pre mocap days, okay? Okay. So I think your point is, and I, listen, I have no problem with them mocapping it. They paid all that money for that studio. As yeah. far as I'm concerned, they could hire actors to come in and do all the stuff, not not with their faces, but do the mocap and right. then put the animation over it. You know what I mean? That yeah, I know, to create I those characters that... in verse, like you said, create some yeah. news people characters in verse that we all get to know who they are, like we do with our regular news. But I would love to see the mocap it. I think that would be like get the money out the studio as far to, as I'm concerned. To do
4: the mocap now, like we, we, they don't we have to. to. Point where it could be animated just based on you know, like like I said, just based on audio, and then that makes it scalable. Because imagine having to pay all those actors to come in to, like every week to a new report. No, 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 but no, if, not
0: every week. The lore you could you could scale those stories out over a period of time. You know okay. what I mean? Based on stuff that's going. On. I get what you're saying. though. you're right. You yeah. could just do audio only. But I'm saying I would. I'm saying this. Uh-huh. They got a big old studio. To, <laughs> to yes. and, and my attitude is use that sucker yeah. to the fullest degree. You know what I mean? They ain't got to rent one like they did back in the day. It's their studio. And listen, save some money. I agree. You know, but, but I agree with you 100%. I think create some characters in game that we know who they are. Put some voices to it. I think it'd be great. You know? yeah, Anybody else got any more. thoughts on that one? It'd be cool if they let Zark did it. Oh, yeah, God. there you go. Yeah, I was about to there say there that. you go. Thank you. Diabolical, mm-hmm. thank you again for the 100 bits uh, earlier. Sorry we missed that. And Zarlan, yeah. thank you for the follow, too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, yeah, I'm surprised that most of you guys, Calradi, you've seen these before, right? Empire yes, before? I have. Wow, yeah, okay. Right. All right. Nate, had you seen these before? No, I had no
2: idea what this was. <laughs> Just like I was like, what is this? <laughs>
0: okay you got to be a dinosaur in order to remember this stuff this stuff goes too far back
2: (laughs) yeah and i get that it's old but i don't like i think you got to choose in-game characters Mm -hmm. Uh, you can't make
0: real people yeah agreed and again this was just for atv you know that's what this was about back in the day okay all right we're almost there gang uh i want to hit on this very quickly just these few items here developer creations things that cig could do um broadcasting about dynamic events i mentioned earlier about on invictus they do broadcast where the fleet is we see that on the screens letting us know where the fleet is moving things like that same thing which is a public announcement when they do that but i want to ask you guys about this bottom one unknown transmissions could these things be ways for us to expand into the verse you know um Maybe you go into some system because we, we, we all know there's supposed to be a lot of systems and some of them are, you know, we know it's there, but we also know CIG could put some stuff in that we're not expecting. Um, what could what could that lead to finding unknown transmissions in the game? And unknown transmissions could be anything from an unknown pirate base to something that's uh-huh. alien. Well,
3: Any could it be tied into, I know they said when you go through the wormhole, there's going to be openings that you that you can uh, go through that are hidden. Maybe, it's, uh, maybe you're coming, maybe you're going through a worm room and you pick up a transmission and uh, you know,
0: it leads you to one of those openings. I don't know if I want to look at it from a navigational standpoint, Pops. Mm-hmm. I'm referring more from communications. Yeah. Uh, communications. You know, it'd,
2: be re- mm-hmm. it'd be really neat if so, one thing I really liked as a kid was the movie The Abyss. And at the, mm. yeah, spoiler alert, at the bottom of the <laughs> deepest trench, there's aliens. Uh, so, I just ruined that movie for some people. <laughs> but, like, what if there was some super rare, hard to find, but strange transmissions from the highest, most enlightened race that exists in the verse that nobody knows about? Mm hmm. And like that led to super secret Easter eggs or like tied in things behind the scenes mm. that okay. you only could get if you actually discovered these strange transmissions in like some cloud somewhere or at a certain outpost wow. where like the mag like the vortexes were stronger. I don't know. That'd be super kind of spooky, mm. but really interesting. And it would be something that hardcore like explorers would really want to try to find. And then yeah, you'd have yeah. to work together, because it'd be so rare that explorers would have to communicate with each other about what they found to build this like super-secret narrative about mm. this enlightened, super-enlightened race. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe it's like, a, maybe it's like a, or a Pico reading poetry, somebody said. Uh, <laughs> yeah. wow, I, got a great, okay. I
4: got a great idea. It's along similar lines to that, but it would involve and, you know, there's this, this colony ship that disappeared called the Artemis, right? right.
6: Mm.
4: Now, imagine that I think it was like 2263 was when it left Earth. Those transmissions are going through space. Mm. They mm. Now they're 930 years mm. out, and you're now picking up transmissions that little bits and pieces that you'd have to get with other players that picked up other bits and pieces mm. that then r- assemble what really happened at Artemis. You bring it into the ICC, the Imperial Cartography Center, and then now... They've located it and you all get lots of money and rep with, you know,
2: the yeah. ice Yeah. I just imagine flying around doing something else and then you start getting this weird transmission coming through in your screen. Yeah. Because you happen to cross to in one of these area. points. That would be super exciting.
0: And, and that's what I'm talking about because, you know, a lot of times we've, we think that, I think by default, we think that because they've named these six races and we've got a map with everything there that we think that that's it. But we don't know what CIG may place into the game. Maybe there is something that we haven't seen or something that, like you said, someone discovers and stumbles upon, right? Mm
1: -hmm. So, again,
0: those transmissions could be you happen that your radio lights up or something comes up because you got close within a certain secret pirate base or something that's in a nebula uh, or alien transmissions. A whole types of stuff that they could do with this whole thing,
1: you know? So there was another thing that i was wondering about because there are a a a good bit of information that we have that i sometimes wonder if in the end uh we'll continue to know um for example uh let's say the service beacons that we have that players fire off um who knows then that later on we may not get the exact amount of information when that service beacon is fired off Um, depending on if we are outside of pyro um do we get to know all that information such as the player's name or even if a player dies and they don't after a particular period of time, they don't go back to retrieve that their, their own imprint. Um, maybe that, um, that corpse can actually intrinsically passively fire off, um, some kind of transmission around a, a localized area. So if a player is flying around, they may pick that up and they may find the player's body after a particular period of time mm. because it's remained unclaimed. So these types of, you know, smaller things, if a player is flying around, a ship can be destroyed. And after a period of time, if the player doesn't go back to their own ship, it starts to fire off a ping because it's now unclaimed um, now. So it can actually be picked up.
2: That made me think about, in aviation, there's a thing called ELT, emergency locator transmitter. Mm -hmm. Whenever an aircraft crashes, enough g-force will set this thing off. So, you know, finding derelicts can be difficult right now but maybe if you fly within a certain range you start getting that beep, beep, mm-hmm. beep, and the closer you get it's like marco polo the closer you get the louder it gets and then maybe you find the derelict yeah stuff like that might be cool yeah
0: elts would be cool thank you reload for the five subs i talked about you earlier in the show in case you weren't here um i think that's a great idea um yeah, again, there's, lot, there's possibilities, right, with these transmissions stumbling across stuff, running across, or certain ships, like uh, Jade, you mentioned earlier, the Herald, the MSR, that could actually deliberately go out to try and search and find these transmissions as well. And some of the science ships yeah. as well. You know, <clears throat> the, ex- the not, was it the Expanse, whatever the other, the other ships are. We could come up with some other ideas for that. Okay, let's change gears real quick and uh, talk about commercials. Um, we talked about this stuff. This is things that commun- the community could create, and we've seen uh, commercials. Of, in fact, uh, last year, year before, CIG encouraged community folks to put commercials. They had they had like thirty five commercials that they ran during the Citizen Con, uh, and and there are still people who are producing. I mean, one of the ones that we really enjoy watching is uh, Wicked Wookie. Wicked Wookie does this whole. Well, I'll just play it, and I think you'll get it. <laughs> Good
6: morning, Stanton.
7: This is a Scooter coming to you from the beautiful Brio's Breaker Yard on Damer. Now looky here, today we got the ships of ships bow, the Arger Carger. Now I know I don't have to tell you how badass this ship is, but I'm going to anyways. It's got an off-road brush guard, it's got KC lights, it's a single seater just like the Razor or the M50, but this is better cause it's got Lamborghini doors. Ooh, way look at that scissor in action now look at here that there is VTOL landing gear with skis you can take the whole family for a ride down the slopes of Microtech fun for the whole family and the Archer Carter ain't got one but two airlocks plus a high-performance ramp to get in all your valuables and she ain't limited to hauling just Carter. no sir this ship is very versatile it can be a mobile shelter a food space truck weapons cache mobile pet groomer or you can just haul it around your friends hell you put some shag carpet and a lava lamp in this old girl and you got yourself a shaggin wagon hey, and if you buy the old arger Carter day I'm gonna throw in an Anvil Carrick for free. You just come on down to Brio's break yard and you see me, Scooter, tell Scooter sent you. Y'all have a good evening. Woo! All sales are final. Scooter Ship Sales is not responsible for any ski-related injuries or dismemberments. Anvil Carrick may or may not be stolen. If the Argo Cargo is a-rockin', don't come a-knockin'.
0: <laughs> okay. So there's a little humor there. Um, do you think that little videos like this would be things that the community content creators could make to submit? And because if you notice, uh, Disco has been really showing off these commercials now on, on, on SCL mm-hmm. as breakpoints or as I ISC? No, SEL. He doesn't want SEL. Do you think they can incorporate these type of things into the game? I do, but if like
2: you said, they'd have to be submitted sort of like, you know, make Reviewed. sure they're. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they did with the like you said, they, with the Con when they showed the commercials. I think the community would like it. I, someone made a comment they wouldn't want it forced in their MFD. I don't think these things should be forced on people. I mm-hmm. think they should just be like playing in the background or you right. can choose to go in and watch them if you want. But uh, I think it's a good idea.
0: Yeah, yeah, we have, we're not talking about forced broadcasting by any means. I'm saying if you're sitting in the bar at G-Lock and you know, this pops up as a commercial, you know what I mean? Just random type of thing. You know, we're not talking about yeah. something that you have to look at, but right. <laughs> but something that community people can contribute to kind of fill out the verse even more. And not to be funny, take some pressure off of CIG, because there are plenty yes. of people that love doing this stuff, you know, and putting it out someplace yeah. other than YouTube. Were you gonna say, Pops?
3: Yeah, I think um, I think it should be something that should be continued on once, once the game comes out, all the people that, you know, the content creators, um, get a chance to keep doing what they're doing as they, you know, evolve their craft and, and make it better. Mm-hmm. And to me, uh, the people that get to do music, uh, these types of things. And when the word gets out in the gaming community that you can actually do something and it's in the game, I think that will drive people to the game, mm-hmm. you know, that you can actually become a part of it, you know, make a theme song for for some place out there that they would allow us to do. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I think that would drive a lot of people to the game just to be a part of the game. What other what other game you know, would allow so many people to do that. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. And, but- I I really think that They set up the model for this when they did the call for commercials for citizen con um you know if they if they give specific parameters like we'd like you to make a commercial for one of the many organizations or corporations that are in the star citizen universe right so Mm -hmm. that that right there kind of limits the scope right and and it, it makes it so that it conforms to the lore right and then you know there's only a limited amount of people who um, this appeals to as far as creating it, mm-hmm. right? So, I don't feel like they'd get overwhelmed, at least in the near term, maybe further down the line, there'll be way more players and way more content to filter through, but I, I like this, and I, I think this is something they'd probably absolutely want to do mm-hmm. uh, just based on, you know, like, what um, Jared's doing with um, Star Citizen life. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay.
0: All right, and last but not least, let's talk about orgs because uh, uh, EE Studios, that are you guys have done some stuff. Um, and some things are just, you know, content creators, people who are artists, and then there are things that really people have done advertising for their orgs. And I know we alluded to that a little bit earlier about org information popping up. Let's take a look at this one.
3: It's just another night in the Stanton system
1: as the verse swarms with mischief <laughs>
3: and romance.
5: But despite the going on of a diverse
1: world, the members of elite expeditionary remain steadfast in the swift delivery of justice. On wheels up.
2: For your flight you are clear to walk in. While some seek love
5: upon the polished decks of a luxury voyager, fugitives toil and tumble in a white knuckle fight of their lives. And as the desire. For a tender touch, swells with promise, the cold, hard hammer of law and order strikes down with vengeance upon the wicked. No matter what the verse might yield for its many folk, if you're a member of a lead expeditionary every night, ends
2: with a bang. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: that was great. great good stuff right good stuff that was a surprise uh, yeah well I thought, it, <laughs> thought I'd surprise you yeah there you go um yeah I mean again this was both entertaining to watch but it was also a promo for an org right and it yeah. served two purposes which was really kind of cool and it also was a way now I know that might be difficult because some orgs may say well we don't have anybody to make our machinimas for us you know that that could be another sad part to it right uh, but then there are people who could say, "Hey, we want one made. We want to get somebody to make a video for us to have it submitted as well."
4: Yeah, there's people that actually will like make you one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that are out there.
0: Yep. So, yeah. Yep.
4: Absolutely. Well, maybe there's a channel. Yeah,
2: if I'm looking for an org, maybe I can go to a channel in the game and watch org ads. Mm-hmm. But they have again, like Jay was saying earlier, there's best, there's rules. Like mm-hmm. it can't be longer than a minute, mm-hmm. and these this and that. And so Sig will screen that and then post it. Mm-hmm. Because I know th- these commercials. This is where I started making machinimas with these commercials. Mm-hmm. These commercials got us a lot of interested players. Mm-hmm. So yeah, people- were super good. <laughs> people want to see this stuff, and they, they are they want to look for orgs. And they and when I was looking for orgs initially, I would watch videos. Mm. Um, because who's to say what any org is without being in the org, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I and- think it'd be cool.
1: And I also think that something like this, uh, if an org has good affiliation, um, let's say a reputation comes in that allows an org to tie its faction affiliations with a particular faction, right? Let's say, um, they're tied with Hurston or even Orison or Crusader security, um, depending on, on the amount of persons who join or even look at the ads, they can actually gain or generate passive income because the, um, the NPCs or the NPC factions know that, okay, these orgs are gathering in um, these kinds of persons who most likely are affiliated with them, and by extension, Crusader security. So that actually increases the ability for security, um, the ability for Crusader to have a larger um, in-game faction to protect their crusader space. Mm. So generate passive income for the organization because of views or because of the amount of persons who join the org, so Crusader pays them or pays the organization passively. Even through views, right? Mm. Other persons who click on it.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Different way to look at it. Okay. Well, if anybody else doesn't have anything in relation to this aspect of uh, what the, what the uh, community could submit, we, we know they're talking about music. Run, we're running late tonight, guys, so I would like to go a little bit more into some other things, but we are going to cap it off for the evening. Uh, but I do appreciate all the wonderful things that were shared. We do have some questions, a couple questions here. That uh we've been asked about. So I'm gonna take a quick look at those real quick before we close out the show. Um first question comes from Black Sky Legion. Well, actually it's a statement, but it is, I think it's something that's affirming. He says, Imagine sitting at a bar in the game to watch ISC or SEL or other official media from uh it's, it's CI Live with your friends. Um and, and I that's interesting. Prospect we talked about that, being able to watch things in game with your friends and stuff, right? Versus you know, bringing up your computer screen, turning on Twitch or something like that. I do think there's some cool things about that, but I also do um, have feelings about bringing real world into the game world. But, you know, Calradi, you said, maybe there's an option. If you want to do it, you do. If not, no big deal, you know. Um, also Shim Pasta. kind of brings up something from a different perspective about shows, current shows. He says, what if CIG brought in real life SC videos, ISC, SEL, YouTube videos, made it look like the old 21st century show? Uh, so he's talking about like an old oldies channel, you know. <laughs> you go there and watch, the, you know, the old the shows, you know, black and white. Yeah, you know, maybe that's a way to sneak it in and keep it within lore. You know, that's interesting, Shimpasta. I don't know how much work it would take to convert it to make it look like an old show, but
1: or it can be a chip. Uh, passively as being uh, an unknown transmission and you find it at the
0: wreckage, oh, and you have to put it into
1: your ship. Yeah. That way you can actually watch it on your screen. Your that way.
0: <laughs> That'd be something different to do. Okay. All right. Well, listen, we are at the end of our show. Thank you guys. We hope you guys enjoyed the interesting conversation and all of our theory crafting and everything and some of the history of what we showed you guys on where CIG has been in relation to broadcasting, where they are now and where they could go in the future. We're, We're very optimistic. We see a lot of possibilities, a lot of possibilities in where this whole broadcasting thing can go when it comes to the Star Citizen universe. Um, But I want to, uh, first of all, thank our people who are here today, EE Studios, uh, Natronics. Nate, tell people where people can find more about what you guys do or you do and where they can find you
2: so uh ee studios is just what that what it is on youtube it's a machinima channel we have our sc's first feature length film and then a few series and other stuff and then hubnet which is a discord which you can find linked on our about section which is a collaboration uh between myself and zark media and other machinima creators if you want to get involved in machinima or just help or just be around that world you can join hubnet it's open to everybody
0: Awesome. Awesome. And you guys have been doing great work. You know, we, we always look forward to, when, you know, when I'm, I'm the one who usually scans for Machinima for our Thursday show, and if I see something out there, it automatically goes into the watch list so that I can make sure it's something that we're going to cover. So, I want to congratulate yeah. you guys on the great work that you guys are doing. And keep doing it. Keep doing it. It, it, it gets better and better every time we see it. Fist to Face you. and Pops, New Soul, Sound mm-hmm. People, these people who make beautiful music for the verse. Tell people where they can find you guys. Well, you yeah, can find at us.
3: House?
5: Oh,
0: get your house. <laughs> oh,
3: sorry. Yeah, sorry. All
5: right. All right. Yeah, that was good. Um. Yeah, you can find us on Twitter at New Soul Sounds. Um. Instagram, same thing. Um. You can find us. Uh. YouTube. Uh. Ops Chief just put the link in the channel. Um. You know. Hopefully. You know. Not hopefully. We. You have some things in the works um, that actually
0: you, Griff, are Well, let's not even of. talk about that. Talk about what you do have out there now. You guys have been working with Paul and putting music actually, behind some I, of his yeah, stuff, yeah, current stuff, right? You're yeah. right. Yeah. You're right. You're talk right. You're right. Um, well, we do
5: have a, um, we just did, uh, it was a 43-minute video that Paul did for the law makers that we we wrote the score for. Um, to, uh, it was a fantastic video. Um, I don't wanna give away too much. Go check it out on uh the Astro Um Historian I mm-hmm. believe, channel. Yep. Um uh, we also did um the music for uh Admiral Esports. Um they've been debuted it, uh the first uh Stanton Seven mm-hmm. um uh race. Um so they'll be running that um during the uh beginning of the race, their intro music. Um awesome. man, shoot, you know yeah that's you know pretty much it right now so well you guys working with a lot of folks in the
0: community too you guys have been connecting with a lot of folks and folks are finding out about you which is great so congratulations to you guys too and all the hard work that you guys done by the way these are the two guys that produce the music for all our shows so we all hear our intros and our background music they produce all the music for our different shows every once in a while i hit them up say i need you to make something for me so they've been they've been making all of our music we all original music that comes directly from them so thank you guys for that um, if you oh, want, they do that music trivia
4: during the uh, oh, yeah, during the citizens. bar citizens, yeah, oh,
0: yeah, yeah. They, they, best, they confuse yeah. everybody during the <laughs> bar citizens, that's right. So, <laughs> oh, that's the other thing. Yeah. I want two chefs because of them, so thank you.
3: Anytime, <laughs> <laughs> um, we take bribes,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jade, why don't you tell everybody about Thursday? Cal you tell everybody about Saturday, and I'll talk about Sunday.
4: All right. So yeah, Thursday is Soul Talk, and that's the show, you know, this is the show where we talk with you. Soul Talk's the show where you talk with us. Like, you, you come into the Discord, and uh, we'll put you on. And don't be afraid, uh, because, you know, it's, you don't have to worry. Like, we're we're all in this community, and it's nothing but love. But uh, yeah, that's the Thursday show. It's at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if, if you ever wanted to, like, you know, talk about Star Citizen with a bunch of Star Citizen nerds, just come on in and talk with us.
6: Awesome.
1: All right. <laughs> right, so Saturday, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, Still Voices, where we talk about community concerns, game concerns, any kind of concerns and any kind of discussions that you want to have from Reddit to Spectrum to in-game to all of it. You know, just pop on in 3 p.m. Eastern Time to talk about anything Star Citizen. So And of course, we are part of Griffin
0: today. Yeah, well, there's going to be one. Yeah, our Thursday show is the group conversation, and our Saturday show is one-on-one. So you get to come in and talk with me directly. And if you come on Thursday, you get to listen to Fast Cart and his bad jokes. So take your pre- preference, whichever you want to go with. That's the way you go. <laughs> or
4: you can ban him from making jokes. Or you can ban
0: him from making jokes, right? Yeah, we put that in now. Um, and it listen, doesn't work. It doesn't work. Yeah, no. <laughs> mm. um, next Sunday, we're doing a show called Shoots and Scores. Uh, Kind of a springboard off of this show. We're going to have folks on who put together machinimas and how they have to put together both visual and audio together to create these great stories. Whether it's a commercial like what you saw there with Wicked Wookie, or whether it's long-form versions like what you see EE Studios doing, Um, we're going to be having guests on that are going to talk about that process of what it takes to bring those really cool cinematics and machinimas that we all love to see on YouTube and we hope to see in-game One day. So that's going to be next Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern time. You guys can join us for that. We would really, really appreciate it. Uh, Other than that, that's about it. We are going to wrap it up for the day. Special thanks to our mods. Ops chief is out there today. Fast cards out there harassing us too. Thank you guys for doing all the hard work for us. Thank everybody who's here today. And uh, thanks for telling folks about us. Don't forget to tweet, like. We've got all the social media platforms, but tell people that you were at Soul Citizens. And uh, we really appreciate it. Other than that, we are going to set up our raid. We are going to be rolling Pro Quesadilla tonight. Uh, So when you get over with Pro, make sure you let them know that you came from the Soul Citizens. If you like what you see, follow them. Give a shout out. And as always, thank you guys for being here with us this evening. Hopefully, we'll see you next week. Until then, peace, love, and soul. We'll talk to you guys later. Take care. Be safe. Great week.